Welcome to the new and improved Drop the Dice. This is transmutation of one material or... That's not, material is not the right word, into another. So like alchemy is the same as making herbs into a potion or herbs into medicine or... Just don't try and turn anything into a human body. Right, yeah, like, the, like Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, or... El- well, okay, Elbridge. so I'll say this. Elbridge. Yeah, one of the Elric brothers. Yeah. Because then you're going to create homunculus, and you're going to lose an arm, and your brother's going to lose a soul, yeah. and he's going to have to be trapped in a suit what of armor. He's he's pretty sweet suit of armor, though. It's Game of Thrones, right? No. No. <laughs> yes. This is the back, back burner of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I googled alchemy to okay. see what it says, and it says, The medieval forerunner of chemistry... Okay. Based on the supposed transformation of matter. Okay. It was concerned particularly with attempts to convert base metals into gold yeah. or to find a universal elixir. Sure. Is elixir just another term for like a potion? Uh, yes. Like a medicine yes. potion? Yes. Elixir is another one, but it's, it was the pursuit of gold and the pursuit of everlasting life. Everla- the elixir of life, yes. So it's very interesting. I wish Alchemist though. I wish the board game Alchemist. Yeah. I wish it was. Uh, I wish it wasn't such so like tightly wound. Okay. Does what that do make mean? sense? Like, what I, do you mean? Okay, I think I know where you're going, but I wish it was. I wish it was an easier game. Fuck you. Sure. Like easier you know, like, to understand. I love. I, I just. I was on Instagram and I saw that one of the board game guys I follow. He posted a picture of his. Uh, his, 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 yeah, his alchemy tent. right his, his, yeah. yeah his little tent, tent yeah and he's got like and I was like oh man it's such a cool game and I was like the game so is good. so tightly wound it you is. know it's like classic Vlada right where you just which and it is one of those games that like it's not it's inside <laughs> but CGE right it's so tightly wound that you feel like if you make a mistake like it can be super super costly it totally is and sure. I, I wish the game was just a little looser a little bit looser just a little bit I'm not saying it needs to be sure. a lightweight game. A little looser. A little I looser. Love, if you, I love that game. If you guess stuff wrong, or if you no, bet I'm on actually the wrong... fine with that. Okay. The idea of you need to no, play I, out... I feel like okay. You're sorry. saying like worker placement work, needs to be yeah, tight, yeah, right. Tight, tight. The right. worker placement needs okay. to be looser. In my because opinion. if you if with your what three workers that you have sometimes four right if you put those out at the wrong spot you're fucked right and that's that's classic Vlada right think right. of dungeon pets right which we've talked about dungeon is pets, how it's the worker placement that is so, so tight because do you send four goblins to make sure you do it or do you send two hope you get it exactly and if you exactly. don't then you're screwed the bidding part is just crazy but like those games I mean that's things I give I give dungeon pets some grief because it's so tightly wound but like it is. the game really is there's a lot of things to do and a lot of options of stuff to do the problem is if you want to do well in a game, which I feel like when you're playing a game, you should be trying to do well. Yeah. Sure. If you want to do well, you have to, like, you have to be so meticulous. Yes. And I think sometimes I'm just not, I just want a little bit lighter. I want that same experience, but I just want it to be a little bit lighter. So I'll give you, uh, I think, it's not not an, not an analogy, uh, something that I think is a similar thought, in that I want, and I've said this before, I think it goes along the same way, is I wish Above and Below didn't end so soon. Agreed. Sure. Like, I want to keep playing Above and Below. Right. Yeah. Isle of Sky is how I, I feel that way is about Isle of Sky. Right, yeah. I kind of just want to keep playing this game. I'm actually not too concerned about you winning, although I do want to see who wins in the end. Sure. But and you want to be the one to win. 
Sure, but like Obviously. with the, with above and below and Alice Sky, I kind of want to just keep going yeah. and building this shit out. Agree, yeah, because it's totally. fun and I want to go on more adventures to see what's down there. Well, that's the interesting thing because uh, above and below is Locket, right? Yeah, Locket with Locket's games. I, be, I feel this way about City of Iron. As soon as that game ramps up, it's over. Same with Alice yes. Sky. It's like the game is ramping up, ramping up. It's becoming a little more complex. There's a few more layers, a few more layers, and then all of a sudden you're like. Here comes the last turn. Below your load, right? Vomit out everything you can. <laughs> get get all the all the pieces you can to like get all the goods you can. How can you plan for this one big turn that's going right. to net you so one much? Big blow. And that's what happens every time, right? Unless you've managed to blow your load the time before and you didn't realize it was the end. Exactly. It just happened. But er, the, every turn, time we play above and below, we're like. Holy shit! This is it. This is the last turn, yeah. and everyone's like, "Well, fuck! How, how do I? How do I get enough gold? How do I get enough? How do I get enough workers? Do I have enough workers? Um, okay, you know what? I'll just sacrifice them all and go on journeys." <laughs> well, and I, I like I like that feeling in games. I like that feeling in games of last turn, right? What that brain burning where you get the, you the analysis no paralysis, yeah. right? Where you're yeah. trying to figure out everything you're doing. How can I maximize all my points right here, right? The economy of victory points. Nice. Sure. Yeah. You know, how, can I, how can I maximize this? And I really enjoy that feeling in games, but I don't like all that lead up to it. I, I, I like that turn if you can get there. But I feel like in some of those games that are so tightly wound, you never actually get there. You get to the last turn and you're like, well, I can do one thing. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. two things, but I'm trying to get third place now out of... Sure. You know, I feel like I mean in recent games I think uh, like I think Belfort and Steamworks do a good job of preparing you for the end. I agree with that. Probably, yeah. You know, and and and, and I think both of them allow for a very strong last turn where you still blow your load, but you're not bummed that you got to finish off so early, so you don't immediately go to that your favorite page of See, Pornhub. You know, you you can you can you can venture around a little bit. Steamworks, yes. Belfort, I only played it like the one time with you guys. Really? And I knew from like the second turn, my blowing the load was going to be dust. Because <laughs> there was nothing. I had nothing. And I was like, well, it's cool. Very cool games. Other other terms to talk about these games besides just blowing our loads. <laughs> but I could see what you're talking about. Like, you really do. Those games are very much build up to yeah. the end. And, and then and you try to have an awesome. You, have, you can see the turn. end, and it's like, it's not. You have enough. You have enough time in Belfort and Steamworks to get there. Sure, it's kind of up to you to make sure that your engine works well sure. enough to do that. And there's and tons that, of different engines you can have. Exactly. Um, whereas above and below, you're it's you're racing to get this engine working so that you can have one or two really strong turns and, and get lucky yes. with your stories. Yeah. Yes, and that 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 really is of of that that's a good way to put it. You're building this engine for one turn or two turns. Yeah. Whereas so I, I agree, Steamworks is a really good example of. The whole game, it's becoming more complex. You're getting the extra layers there, but you still, uh, but it, it's developing in a, a at a gradual pace. Sure, it's good, and you get a few turns of just knocking everything out of the park. Sure, right. If you've done well to up to that point. All right. I uh, oh, I won Trickster the other day with uh, I was playing over at Elder Alfie's. Nice. And, yeah, I and, forgot he got it. Yeah, so we played. We only played two rounds, but I was up like. Quite a bit, which is the other time we we played before. I did not do well. I I, so, I, I granted there was only three of us, and I think the game is very different with three. Than do you have that line? Six. 
You do. Yes, you have that you have line, line at three. Which is pretty interesting. We, but we it's played still, a bunch of that with Stafford. I remember. I remember. Yeah, you played it. because yeah. we, we played Elder a ton, Elder actually. Over. Yeah, we yeah. played a lot, actually. We played oh, with have Chase you guys played well. a lot? We played with Chase. Yeah, we played with Chase. We played with Stefan. We played with all of us. And then we played with Elder Alfie. I haven't seen Chase ever since the infamous incident. Nice. He thought it was hilarious, by the way. All right. Well, I hope I see him again. Speaking of which, I totally forgot like to tell him he was on spring break. Yeah. He should have come back for fucking game night. Oh, that's fair, yeah. I think he actually hung out with Bree that night. That's so late. <laughs> Freddie and Chase. Uh, come back. I totally, uh, I totally miss a guy. Chase, if you're listening, uh, totally come back. I also, should tell him to listen. Also, to shout out to my girlfriend who's asked me to send her the podcast. So What a wiener. Just what's up. Love you. Um, <laughs> so one, um, if you're listening, uh, Alfie's girlfriend, I will tell you the same warning that I tell everybody who I tell about this podcast is that if you don't like board games, she knows. I have no idea why you're listening because it's yeah, gonna be boring as fuck. Fair. Right. Um, I we're semi entertaining, but not that. Entertaining. Uh, agreed. I, I think we're entertaining. I think we're entertaining to people who like board games. I think the jokes that we say are almost. I'll say this. I, I just want to throw this out there. I think we do this podcast for us. Agreed. Because yeah. we all enjoy listening to this afterwards. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Because you forget about everything you said, especially when you guys are taking shot after shot. Right. What? And uh, yeah. <clears throat> But, so it's like, I, I feel like, first and foremost, we do this because we just want to talk about games. Right. And we're like, you know what? Sometimes we have good thoughts. Let's record this. You know? Exactly. And, and you know, we do a little bit of work to try to come up with an agenda of things to say. But for Sometimes. the most part, I think we do this because we have fun talking about games. If we're going to do that, might as well record it. Maybe someone else listens to us. They think we're funny. Yeah. Maybe they think we're stupid. They don't agree with us. Whatever. Like, you know, it's like... It, yeah, we enjoy it. You so, know, we're okay, fun. We're, we're going to get to the podcast proper in a second here. I like what you said. I was thinking about this the other day when people were talking about editing out stuff for the podcast. I do think we need to be better at editing, but I do think part of the fun of the podcast is sounding like an idiot. Yeah. There's, it's very natural, right? Right. So <laughs> I, I I love going back and, and I love in the same way that like uh, you love getting a tattoo or, or something. Like I, I love going back and hearing myself say something and being like, oh my god, I sound either narcissistic or that's a stupid statement or I actually don't believe that at all. Right, like oh, I sound like such a doucher. I said that about this. I said this game was cool. I hate that yeah, game. Yeah, I hate that game. Like, like going back. So I still love Machi Koro, but fuck, is that not number three? I hate that game. Yeah. You know? I, I remember saying that I thought Among the Stars was like super good. And I, there was a long time where I really wanted that game. Yeah. I, 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 I do like Among the Stars, but now I'm like, really? I mean, I would be fine if I mm. never played Among the Stars again. You know? Like, I I, sure, I'm, I'm not aching. I've never ached to play that game, you know, there's, for two years. And there's a million things that I've – and before – oh, actually, when we started recording again, I went back to listen to parts of the earlier podcast yeah. just to see. And, like, holy shit, just to see the change in point of view is also actually kind of what I think is interesting. And hopefully the listeners, if they've stuck with us, are there. Apparently there's 200 of you out there, which means that there's more than friends and family who are listening <laughs> Yeah, I don't or, have or, or they're or they're literally just hitting play or subscribing either. and not listening, hey. which I I mean if you missed out, seems odd, but they'll they'll watch it. Yeah, still so good. Maybe we get some. If it helps one that. person on their drive home, cool. And that's what I wonder. Like, damn, like there's some rando listening to us on their drive home talk, like, take shots and talk about Game of Thrones. They're taking shots in the drive home. Exactly. Hey, here do we do not know. condone drinking and we driving. We do not condone, condone drinking, drinking and driving. driving. But hey, uh, if you want to do it, no. Uh, speaking no, sorry. 
Wow. Damn, Jesus Christ, Seaman. <laughs> With that, what's up, everybody? This is Vince from www.dropthedice.com, which you probably already know if you're listening to this. Uh, we are here, and once again, we will be talking about Game of Thrones because, well, this is kind of the core group we have right now. And we're trying to figure out our internet woes. Can't figure out how to wire in Rico just yet so that uh, we can have his vocals, uh, aside from just... Uh, put him on speaker the same We're way we did We're also going to try to get him and, is it Lady Wasman? Lady Wasman to We're gonna play. We're going to try to get them to play Game of Thrones. Which would be incredible. Oh, yeah. um, yes. I kind Meet of, up the worlds together. I go, I go back and forth between what Z-Man says about that and... I think it's going to be horrible. <laughs> I would love it if she just, like, killed him. I think, I think she that's will. what's going to happen. But I think oh, he won't want to play anymore. Yeah, he won't want to play anymore. Well, just like, she she'd be like, I don't really like this game. Well, I think okay. there's some issues with this and that. That's fair. She might actually play more. If she gets killed, she'd be like, well, I'm going to come back. I'm going to fucking Exactly. Play. She's, that, that is very much her That's personality. Fair. She's a, she's driven, you know? Yeah, yeah. She wants to win. Yeah. Should we call but, him and find out? No. You don't want to call him? Nah. You can call Isn't him. it like past midnight there? Yeah, I mean, it's, he's, he's probably awake. Yeah, because they're three hours ahead now. It is, but he just texted me right now. I know. What did he say? He's always awake. Uh, I told him, seriously, man, Black Panther soundtrack is fire. Did he say whether or not he's going he to said, my graduation? He said, hell yeah, it is, and then he just said, fire, fire, fire. Oh. I haven't listened to the soundtrack yet. Dude, it's so fire. Did Jay-Z put it together? No, Kendrick Lamar did. That's and, right. And I knew every, was yeah, and every, every, rapper. every song is just flame after flame. Cord hated Black Panther. I was like, hmm. Yeah, it's because he's might, racist. might be a little racist. And no, I don't really think it's a racist a thing. No, because he hated it. He didn't think it was a bad movie. He hated it. I was like, well, it's, if you don't like it, it's not a bad right, let's movie. Let's not call people racist on podcasts without uh, real evidence of Cord, that. you heard me. I'm talking about hard evidence. Uh, you heard me, Cord. Alright, so uh, let's get into the meat of the podcast. First and foremost, we want to talk about one of the most important economy locations that has ever hit the game. We want to talk about something that has fallen off the face of the earth. We want to talk about the King's Road. King's Road uh, in the oh, core okay. set, ubiquitous in almost every deck for so, so long. Seems to have fallen by the wayside. Uh, not a whole lot of decks run it, if any, anymore. Um, Alfie's going to be the one to kind of help us out with where it stands in, in the mm. meta. But it's, I, I would say, probably the one that people think about last most consistently. I don't oh, know. You, I, okay, let's want to talk about God's Eye. No, it's, yeah. I, I mean the, the, the limited... You know the big limited locations. Uh, specifically, it's it's more questions I have. I want I want to know your guys' views. I want to love Bus's views on this too. If he texts us, we'll call him in. Yeah. Um, but specifically, I I'm thinking of when do you think a King's Road? When do you think what kind of decks do you think a, want a King's Road? Z-Man, you go first. You know, get libations. I mean, it's got to be one where you don't have. High economy plots, or you have like mid economy plots. Okay. And for some reason, you can't use your factions income plot. Uh, you mean the two costs? Yeah, yeah, two income costs, locations? whatever it does, you know, one or two. Right. Where you just can't hit that. Right. Because then it's not an efficient, it's still a decent efficient plot, but. It's and when you need, like, burst, you need burst economy. Right. When you need that three right exactly. away. Exactly. That's what know, the King's Road is, right? Two. Yeah. It's a burst economy. I don't actually use that many of mine. Rose Road still goes in everything. Is it in a, in a deck you're playing right now? It is, but I didn't make that deck. You didn't make that deck. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that we'll, later. Let's, we're going we're gonna to cross that bridge later. But, yeah, I mean, it's actually one that I don't auto So you're kind of off on King's Roads. Yeah. So, so in general, what 
What uh, what are the economy locations that you think you're running in most of your decks? I still do all Rose Roads. Okay, um, three Rose Roads. And, I mean, since I play Targ, I still use their economy plot. Three locations. Locations, sorry. Slaver's yeah, Bay yeah. Port. Slaver's Bay Port. Um, and I use that in, actually, most of the decks I've played. I'll use their use the the new faction cost, locations. The two drop. Yes. Yeah. Um, I actually have liked... Is it God's Eye the, that gives them one, but you get two? Uh, that's Gates of the Moon. Gates, of the, Gates moon. of the Moon. I've actually liked that one. Yeah, the unique... Uh, Rose Road. Yeah. Nah, it's not Rose Road Plus. Not yeah. Yeah, Minus. Not, the unique you know. economy location. It's interesting. I like that one a lot as well. Um, otherwise, I just use higher gold plots if I'm really okay, that worried so about you, it. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick pause right Reducers, here. Reducers, obviously. Because we're going to do... locations and... Our traditional shot on the podcast. Let's this, go. It's a secret. Louis, no, it's a secret. Louis. It's a secret. Here we go. <laughs> Fuck, dude. What was it? It's Fruit Loops. It's that one where the toucan just pukes in my mouth. That's yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh. Fruit Loops? Fruit Loop favorite vodka. Okay. What's the toucan's name? Toucan Sam. He just toucan barfed. Sam, yeah. He just barfed in my Nailed mouth. it. First try. Yeah, it's horrible. But that's what I use. So you would normally use the Factory two drop, uh, the two the two drop, uh, new locations. Yep. The rose roads. Yep. And the faction reduce the core faction reducers of location and person. Well, yeah, we're just yeah. talking about the locations right sure. now. Sure, but yeah, okay. What about you, Benz? So I, well, I wish I would have looked at which deck I actually have it in right now. Uh, I, I traditionally am the same. I'm running three Rose Roads, three normal reducers, and... Three of the core reducers, three, you mean? Yeah, three core reducers, and three of the two costs. I'm not... So, it, oh, I guess I have it in my Stark deck. Because I'm, I'm not running my... I'm not running three of their two costs reducer at all. Right. I'm running Northern zero. Because you just don't like... Because it's not a great... Because it's just not a great one. So, in that one, I'm running two Gates of the Moon, two Rose Road... Three Kings Road and three of their core reducer. Okay. So again, and that's trying to be a rush deck. I want that burst of economy quickly and fast. Right. I'm I, I traditionally do play slower decks, which is why I want the Rose Road or the Gates of the Moon. Right. Um, you want that long term economy versus yeah, the burst. Right. That's gonna have a, that's also gonna affect my maybe more impactful plots that have lower econ. So that I have I'm constantly getting that four or five so I can do a couple things on my turn and then I have Gold available. Uh, also, King's Road is only available during the marshalling phase, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So it is. It is a reducer for a character. Right. So I mean, um, lately I've been really intrigued with um, interacting outside of the marshalling phase, whether it's jumping in during challenges or doing random shit during standing phase. Events. Um, locations. I mean, you, and you know, honestly, like playing Night's Watch. And learning how to use Old Forest Hunter was a really cool experience for me. And understanding, oh, there's actually an action window right here. I could, I could pitch a card and get a gold. I yeah. can do this, and I can do this, and I can do that. And learning that and trying to grasp the mastery of that has, has been really intriguing to me. So gold in general, has I've, I've wanted more than something that's going to reduce something during marshalling phase. Sure. Um, Gates of the Moon, like I said, I really like. It's, it's such an interesting payoff. To give your opponent that one gold and you get two, I think, I could be ignorant, 
then it ends up being better for me, usually. But I know for a fact, like, I mean, playing on Iron Throne, there's games where I do that and my opponent says, thank you so much. And then they have that extra gold that they need to do the one thing, sure. which sure. is going to happen. Arguably, they should be playing around. This is how much gold I'm going to have yeah. for this turn. The plus one shouldn't make that much difference. And that's what I'm thinking. is like, you're not planning to have this plus one gold. You never yeah. were. And now that I've played that, like, maybe you kind of change your play style a little bit. Maybe you can add it in. Now you can afford it. But, I mean, sure. So it's like now you can afford the vengeance that you weren't originally going to play. You were going to wait right. for next turn to play it. Right. But, like, it's not going to change your plot deck because your plot deck has already been made. You didn't know I was going to play Gates of the Moon. Sure. So I don't know how much it should affect other than, yeah, you can now arguably afford different things on different turns. Um, so I'm fine with Gates of the Moon. I don't. Typically run three of them because it is unique, and I'd rather run two and two, that and Rose Road. Interesting. Yeah, I think three Gates of the Moon is probably just the, a non-starter. You should never probably run three. Because I don't want to dupe Because it's unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, granted, I'll say that, yeah, and you don't want to dupe it. Granted, I will say that card is good on setup. Yes. It's great on setup. It is good on turn one, and after that, you probably don't want it. I, I like it in Night's Watch with Underground Vaults. Yeah, I don't think I've ever started with it in that Lanny deck. I would rather have started with it most of the time. Yeah. It is interesting. I had forgotten that it was unique, and I had had three in that deck originally. Really? Which we'll get to, but... Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I was talking to Ben, so I had a Star deck, and I was like, oh, put three gates in the moon. Like, yeah, because yeah. they're awesome. You just want all that gold, you don't care what your opponent's doing, and then right. I realized... I remember the next day, I think I I was looking at Gates of Moon, I was like, like oh, it's unique. unique. And I Cut it back down to two and add your other Rosemary. And I text <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, don't do don't three. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so that the the economy locations we have now, right? We have the core set of Rose Roads, King's Roads. You have the faction reducers. Yep. So you're zero cost. Core, yeah. Yes. And then we got Great Halls. Great yeah. Halls came in, oh, neutral, right, too. reduces uh, unique characters. So, okay, that's, that's interesting, and I, I... I totally forgot about that. And, or, then, or, and again, I typically don't use them in decks that... I typically don't use decks that use Great Halls a lot lately. Right, and we, and we can we can get into a little bit of meta talk, but... So you have the Great Halls, you have the Ocean Roads, yeah. which are specific styles of reducing. Right. And then you have the two-drop faction... Faction... Uh, locations i i've been thinking about king's roads more and more lately mostly because the plot political disaster started coming to mind sure i played so many games where both i have a lot of locations and they have a lot of locations trade routes is everywhere yep because it is such a good mid-game economy plot oh yeah it is so and great you, to rebuild after a valor oh, and you're or, seeing people get 18 Exactly. Like, absurd amounts of gold. 14. Fuck yeah. Still insane. Right, and so I'm looking at Political Disaster, and <laughs> like, this card can blow decks out. Oh, yeah. And so then, King's Roads are what you want in a Political Disaster deck, because you don't want five, you know, single economy cards out there. You mm-hmm. want your King's Roads that are, you're using them and chucking them. Yeah. So they're not, they're not sticking on the board. So I feel like King's Roads are good there, right? Yes, when you want the burst economy sure. in a rush deck or something along those lines. Then it's also good in a deck where you're trying to use political disaster to sure. your own benefit. And then I think it's bad against Greyjoy because you're on Greyjoys in every uh, and then they're every Greyjoy deck, right? And then they get to steal your King's Roads and reuse them. 
that's one of the reasons that uh that's one of the reasons that you know Greyjoy was so good at the start was Euron was just constantly being able to recycle King's Roads and you could afford all those low gold two clean pots right because yeah, you always Wins had winner, a King's you know and, and everything so it's King's Road has is kind of fallen out I think you probably see it in more decks than we think like you guys are both saying you pretty much almost never use it now yeah. it's probably in quite a few decks yeah I'm sure it is you know but I think what I like most about the diversity of economy locations is you no longer run three 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 sure you can mix it up a little bit now you yeah, know right. you can add in two great halls you can add in a couple ocean roads you don't you're not you're not stuck with the same nine cards that are in every single deck sure which we've mentioned before and we mentioned this a while ago is that that's awesome that now economy is a choice. That's it's great. part of deck building now. Right. Whereas before it was three Rose Road, three Kings Road, three of your in-house reducers. Now it's part of that decision-making process uh, when you're putting that deck together is, does this deck run this? Does this right. run this? Do you actually yeah, it, do you try and run the Greyjoy location that arguably is a little harder to hit, but you can build a deck to make it hit that? Right. And what it, what it, what, what it does, I think, is... It allows there to be a variety of decks that work in the meta. Sure. When the only economy you have is King's Roads, Rose Roads, and your Infection Reducer, you're going to see that the meta is going to be pretty stagnant, pretty stale with the types of decks that you're usually going to see. Yep. Whereas now you can run Ocean Roads, so now that's encouraging Banner. Yeah. You can run Great Halls, which means you're uniques. pushing the cost of your characters up, right? Yeah. You're running more of those six and seven costers. You're yeah. running more uniques. Um, then you can have, oh, you know what? My deck likes lots of ambush, like you were saying, Beth. Yeah. I like the ambush, likes the events. I'm playing so Martel, yeah. so I want that Dornish Fiefdom. Yeah. I want the two gold every turn. Yep. You know? And so I don't need my King's Roads because, right, I'm ambushing. So the King's Roads do a little bit less work for me in that aspect, right? Yeah. So I, I like that, yes, it, it, it matters now with what deck you're trying to build. Now you have different economy locations or they can go in there to suit your style of play for that deck. Sure. Well, I just think, like, after, so I'm thinking economy-wise, your King's Road gives you plus two. All sure. you have to do is keep one of your two gold plots for a second turn. You got that same. The only thing I see that helps it That's is false. the burst. Okay, third turn if you can't hit it. Right. And then you're the same. So I guess three turns can be quite a bit. You're saying if you're getting the two every time. Yes. If you're getting the two every time, I even put it out, I kneel it, I get the two, next turn I get next the turn, two. Next turn, you even. Now, I, now I'm even. You're even as that. Sure. Which I think a lot of times you play those to do that. Like a lot of times your deck is... A, you expect to be able to hit that by right turn three. Well, Martell and Night's Watch can hit it first turn usually. Right, sure. Tar, you can't. Well, it'd be hard. It'd be hard. Greyjoy, you can't. Greyjoy, it'd be freaking crazy. Can't. I don't know how you could. A lot of them are easier. I don't even know. Uh, what people play the reader and instead of drawing a card, right. which I think is the correct move. In turn they one, try to yeah. Like pillage the top three it's cards. Like three, right? Yeah. Still not turn one. You're hitting that for two. Sure. Um. I agree with everything you said. Yeah, I do as well. I, I, I anything that's going to give you it just helps the deck yeah, creation. Exactly. Anything that's going to give you versatility and options right. during deck building, totally okay with. Which is a Any, good thing. Anything that anything that limits you, whereas what we had before, where you were stuck, you had all of a sudden your cards, your deck was you're building a fifty-one card deck, right? Because you had yeah, you needed fair. these nine cards, and if you didn't have those nine cards, 
there had to be pretty good reason. You had to have a good reason. You were playing Night's Watch. Yeah. You were playing Night's Watch, so you don't sure. have your own infaction reducer. You right. playing me. You know, so you're just playing your Rose Roads and your King's Roads. Yeah. You know? Yeah, or you were you were trying something crazy um, with the other ones that for some reason you didn't want one of the others. Well, and I will say, I mean, the the World Champ deck from 2016 only had two of the infaction reducers. Was that they only had eight. They only had eight. Uh, no, it was Miranda. Oh, is that Joe the Lenny one that you Lenny had? Wolf? Okay, yeah. yeah, it had it had eight economy locations: three King's Roads, three Rose Roads. Two of the uh, infection reducers. That was back when we only had ocean roads. We didn't have great halls yet. Sure. Um, that deck might have run uh, great halls. I, I don't Instead. know. Yeah. It's so it's, hindsight's interesting with decks that have won championships, isn't it? Hindsight. Hindsight. Like looking back at looking it, like, back? well, this wouldn't do shit now because of these cards. Bratz's Martel Rose. Right. Tyrell Sun. Which one? Martel Rose. Like. That doesn't I don't necessarily exist think hindsight is the word you're looking for. That's true, it but it's, it's evolved. No, it's hindsight. Hindsight's it's looking similar. back on it. But it, I think hindsight means looking back at that you could do this better, whereas you can't because those are the cards you That's have. That's usually how it's... I understand. I, yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, lost way. in the weeds. Uh, yes, but just because that deck's evolved. Sure. sure. It's not the same exact deck. That deck's just evolved. Yep. Actually, is that... Did they... They, they brought Martel Rose, Nick Swartz, and won with that, right? Or Nick... Nick Hansen. Nick, Nick Hansen won with Martel Rose. At yes, at yeah. war. Okay. Nice. We're still running left and right. Left and right. Dude, left and right are dope. Yeah. Although Bratz only had two of each in his second set of three. See, two. <laughs> Always three. Always three. Is Always the three. Well, cause, yeah, because they need, they need them both. Um, all right. So <laughs> Kings Road, uh, great discussion. We have kind of an emergency update that we need to talk about really quick. Uh, Alfie here has been playing on Iron Throne quite a bit. And in the past two days, he's run up against eight Martel decks in a row and have lost every single time so we really need quickly need to teach him how to beat martel uh given the current box that it's just come, come apart uh all all but one had cards from the new box and the the one they didn't was just a martel wolf nice. which is like which is one of the best decks like a, in, the, in the meta but yeah like like not create counting a, anything create a top five deck period in the meta you right. know just like good against almost everything uh yeah, I just I mean it was it was it was depressing. I almost I I was texting you. I was on my computer oh, texting yeah. you. I'm I you didn't get this text, but I was writing out. I don't think I'm gonna come to game night tonight. I was so depressed. Oh man, no joke. I, I had favorite, a lot so of other stuff going on. Sure. The best was uh uh, I've run into like I think you started at six. You're like I've run into six in a row. Uh, I've lost them all. I've run into sorry seven now. Oh, eight. I've run into eight. Make it eight. Did you see Spear Maiden in any of the ones you played? No. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I might have won those games. So yeah, let's, 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 those. let's let's start there. What cards from the new set did you see in every Every one? I I don't think I saw anything. There was nothing it that was, was in every one. The games, I mean, the games last, oh, uh, at Prince Storm's behest. Wow, okay. Huh. The The plot. The yeah. plot that lets you super cool, one. super cool. That was in every single one. That's, that makes sense. That was the only thing I saw that was in every single one. But I saw a lot of the new uh, Doran Martel, who lets you, after you lose a challenge, challenge remove an icon. icon. Okay. Very That's annoying. Awesome. I saw That's a lot awesome. of HRD to Starfall, which kneel it. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't see close to 100% of Starfall. I, I, the games, I mean, yeah. they draw I'm 25 sure cards. They could have had them. Yeah. 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 Uh, Saw HRD Starfall. I saw the ones that weren't were Wars to Come. Nice. 
plot, which is also a very good plot, and yeah, every single one, one of those, those opened at Prince Thorne's behest. Uh, Why wouldn't you? Almost everybody opened with that. I don't. I well, so I feel like that's not. I, I'll say this, and this is this is purely conjecture. I don't have proof of this yet. I feel like that's not the best play of that card. Could you not have two of those then? Because it lets you. It's no, because it's still just a limited, limited one. one. Okay. It just lets you have two more of ones that initially let you it lets have wars two. to come. Yes, wars to come. The yeah, yeah. Pl- yeah. Lets you have two of two plots, but sure. Dorn's Behest is a limit. It's one. still just limit. Okay. Cool. Now we talked about this when you got here, um, which we probably should have just been recording since you got here, because it's been great conversations the whole time. I don't think that's a bad play, but I right, agree that's not. That it's never a bad play. No, but it's not the best. play. I think that is a. I think that is a. I think that's a new play. Not noob noob, but that's a sure. that's a that's a, a safe. It's point. an easy play. Yes, it's a safe, it's very point. yes, very safe. Like uh, 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 what's what's my favorite thing to do? Um, fucking throwing calm in every deck. Or like I do. Uh, right. What's the one that you get plus two of theirs? I do that first time every time because everyone always Summer goes harvest. high gold. Oh Almost yeah, almost every time, ninety something percent of the time. Yeah, I'm getting a, yeah. a crap load of gold. Yeah. From your me. your usual opener with Tar used to be uh, fucking trading. Yeah, I do trade. Well, that's the thing. Like everyone else does as well. Everyone, I see the late summer's feast first turn all the damn time. It's like, this is people well, fine. Flop you get nine. I'm gonna get eleven. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. As long as I have stuff in my hand that costs a lot, and be like, yeah, sure, I'll take your money. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I'll take your cards or take my cards. I guess for late summer's feast. I think I'll say this. Someone should write that down. We should talk about. We should do a podcast on what opener, what we think openers are, what good openers Go are. Go ahead and jot that down. I like that. That's that's Got a good it. one. That's a good Boom. one. Um, so, but l- l- I, I agree with you. I don't think um, at, at Dorn's behest, first uh, turn say, is I'll, I'll the best. I'll say why. Play. I'll say why. I don't think we're in a place now where games are won or lost on the first turn. Sure. I think they can be, but I think more often than not, they're not. Which means you finding whatever's best for you on that first turn is it, the the the. The advantage you're going to get tempo. from that is much smaller than something you could get later on in the game. Exactly. Sure. And again, we talked about this. Like, like we could have, we could have, we probably could have played that first turn. You see what the board is. You see what my board is now. Even second turn, I could probably have an idea of what you're going to play. Right. Dorn's behest, so that I have the chance. Exactly. You know, I like the second, an actual play. A big it could play. be like second turn. Um. Wow. Like that was crazy. You got me down to one character. Right. You're probably going to march. I'm going to do this. See if you are going to march, and if you are, I need right. to do this. And if not, I'm going to go this way. I'll say the second, third, and fourth turns are all probably better. I totally agree. Sure. And I think that's that like seems, that such a better power play. Because then you see the board state. Exactly. It's like a double riddle, which like I feel like I would be doing. <laughs> I'd have double riddle. So uh, we could talk about this in another podcast too, but like I don't know how to play riddle. Okay. You try what? to play it when they're going counting coppers. Stop. That's a big one. That's a good one. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, That's a good one. When we talk about how randomly I'll build decks, that amount of RNG, I don't understand. Yeah, you got a point. I think, I'll say this, I think... You're fine, it's not that bad. I think Varus' Riddle is most often used out of Martel or sure. Reigns. But not counting Reigns, is most often used out of Martel. We'll get it in Reigns. And I'll say this... I think with Martel specifically, they want the initiative, and they would probably play that plot if it said five six one. Does it not say five six one? No, no, no. that's all it said. Oh, okay. With the reserve of six, I believe seven right. reserve actually. I think. Yeah. 
I think they would play that 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 plot if it had zero text on it. Right, because they don't. Which so I mean, uh, there's different things it could hit. It could hit Valor, which could be really bad. It can hit. It can hit Valor. It can hit March. It can hit. So Mar- March is the one I'm thinking of. Sun like Harvest. with Martell, if it hit March, it's probably not that bad. Yeah. Um. Uh, a, a pro play is when you hit their trading on the first turn and you have a Varus in hand. You make them first, they flop out their stuff because you give them an additional three gold. And now they go everything, And yeah. then you throw down your Varus and yeah. you basically just say, like... Which Varus you doing? You have a gun to their head. You have a gun to their um, head at that point. Right. Like I said, I, th- I just feel like I, uh, I... So I have it in the deck and we can talk about it in a second. It's a, it's a high skill plot, I think. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, similar to, like... And in in, in with plots, similar to Naval, like, outside of our first couple months, I stopped playing it. Because I thought, like, I'm not good enough to gauge when you're going to play something that I'm going to hit with this. Yeah. That I'm going to hit this over 50% of the time. Right. It's a... I think of Ghost of Hall is another example of a plot that... No, I... I okay. You say, but I'll, I, I, I disagree with you on that one. Why? Go. You go first. Well, I'm going to say, just take advantage of Ghost of Hall. Especially, uh, talking about the meta before Wars to Come, where you only have seven plots. Right. One of your plots is a two-gold plot... Thus, you bring your top character back. It is, I feel like it is probably pretty difficult to make that uh, worth it, valuable. There's no RNG there, though. I agree with you, oh, okay. but there, uh, there is because you choose when you flip it. You choose when you flip it, but you only have seven plots, which means... Maybe at, you're flipping at seventh and you're wasting it, but right. assuming that you're doing it, the RNG is still like, did they put to the sword somebody? Did you happen to kill a burn man last? And like that's what you have now. Yeah. Like, right. You know, oh, I hit Val, or they they played Valor, so they don't have claim right now. And then I'm gonna put stuff out. No one's gonna die. I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get my Danny back from you know. Sure. Dead with Ghost of Hall next turn. And then they play Winners coming up your claim by one, and you had to kill a reducer. Right? Like, sure, right. you can you can usually, because there isn't there's much a little claim more raise. There. There, there, there's more control, but I'm saying that's a high-skill plot. It, it is. A, I will, yeah. That's okay, all yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say. Okay. Not that they're the same type of plots, oh, but they're okay. both high-skill plots. Yes, I will agree with you there. Which I is think maybe another discussion we can have. That is another discussion. You should write that one down. High skill plus because I think that is a higher skill plot than close call. Well, yeah, because close call is a high skill plot. Huh? Close call isn't a high skill plot. No, it's just I have a dupe in my hand. I'm gonna get this back so I can play the. That's not always what you do, but sure. Okay, I think I think think close call is a better plot than that. Um, High skill. Right, it's not. Five gold draw card, arguably. Right. And uh, sixty-five, seventy percent of the time, you're drawing a card. Yeah. And then maybe you uh, you save someone from being like unplayable, right? Uh, oh, and it's and it's anyone in your dead pile. Anybody in yeah. your dead pile? Yeah, not character. not top character. You have to have Just somebody character. dead to draw that card, and right. they can't have a winner. But you, they probably don't have a winner. All right. Yeah. So, the, the, so we're, we're we're getting we're getting off track here. So you said at Doran's behest, you've seen a lot of of uh, Starfall, the new Doran. Doran. You've seen a lot of Starfall. A lot of Starfall. I've seen. Dorn, the new location, uh, not in half, but probably right? close to half. A four yeah. cluster, but it's pretty dope. Very good card. It re- re- rewards you for playing the game. Yeah, agreed. That's that's good. 
No, because what is it? Uh, once lose lose a challenge. When you lose a challenge. I don't think there's a limit. There's no limit. When you lose a challenge, draw a card. Look at the top two cards of your deck. Draw one. Draw one. Bottom. Put the other one so on the green bottom. Blood. Yeah, it's green blood. Over. You don't and have to do every time you and lose a over. challenge, and it adds plus one to your reserve. Insane, right? It's this deck is because you're gonna lose challenge. You can't win. So, oh, oh, I lost the intrigue. Oh, you discarded a card. Well, cool. I get to draw one there. Sure, I'm gonna do these. Oh, this one's way better. Keep it's ridiculous. And, and I think you mentioned this, but the the lady that Insane. sacrificed her character under five Shadow City Bastard rip everything away. You said you didn't. It wasn't. It's not a few times, but I'm sure more decks had it. It's they got you because that card is insane. Very good. Flea Bottom was obviously in every deck. Sure, some of the old school Martel was in every deck. No. Breaking ties. Hey, shout out to Luis if you're listening. Love you, man. You're one of the coolest guys we met at Thrones War. Your plot Fuck your is plot. <laughs> close to being. Fuck your plot. It's ridiculous. Um, I I'm sorry. Can you explain breaking ties to me? By the way, uh, if we see you next Thrones War, you're signing all three of my plots. Yeah. So breaking ties is a the best is like he's on that horse like in a suit of armor. Is he looking, really? Yeah, he's dude. He's looking badass. Like it's actually really good artwork on the, on the plot. It's four nine one four, I believe. Okay. And the text is action. Okay. Sacrifice a loyal character you control to return a non-loyal card. Uh, to your its character or location. A non a, a non loyal character or location to your opponent's hand. Limit twice per round. So you do it twice, and you can do it whenever. Damn, um, it's action, right? So it's kind of whenever you want. Yes, whenever you want. Not not when revealed. Whenever you want. So, uh, with cool. flea bottom, I was gonna say just feeding flea bottom the card and is dumping all of their stuff. and green blood trader. Green blood trader two cost loyal can throw back Tyrion, Jamie. I had I had I, I had, Randall I had Eddard and Melisandre taken back to my hand who both had bodyguards on them because bodyguard didn't save from return hand. Nope, it just discard and killed. Damn, was the worst. You know why? Because they had two cards: a Greenblood Trader and a Flea Bottom. So Damn. he sacrificed one, Flea Bottom it back in. Yes, got to activate. Sacrificed it again. Got to activate Greenblood. Do it again. Holy yes, crap. then sacrificed it again. Insane. Here's my problem. So we got a restricted list recently, right? They yes. basically nerfed combo. Yeah, combo's done for now. Yeah. Um, the problem is they showed that they're only willing to do a restricted list if it is a super oppressive thing that everybody wants that is now winning things. They had to win Canadian Nationals for it to be uh, considered for them to, and then within the week they. I think it took like three days and they released the restricted list. Yeah. So there is no hope in my mind that we're ever going to like have something like Breaking Ties and Flea Bottom on, you know, on a restricted list together. Uh, so the, the quick thing about restricted list, I think it's weird, interesting, whatever adjective you want to put to it, that every card they restricted is just about combo. Yeah, they were yes. all combo oriented. They didn't. They were not looking to at that time. This isn't like a wide ranging right. thing of things like, uh, of this d- various cards think... that are oppressive. It was like combos. This specific deck is oppressive. We're gonna restrict the different pieces in it. Well, there yeah, because was... their explanation was that these don't let you. You can't play against the deck. Like, there's Hands so many things where you're playing solitaire. There. 
And if they find the cards for Solitaire, then they win. Yeah. Well, and so the only decks, the only decks that are affected outside of the combo decks are potentially a range deck that runs Wheels and Hands Judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which wasn't a problem before, but sure. they're on the list now for that. And so sure. uh, I think that's interesting. Or possibly, I don't know if the, there were Targaryen decks for a while that were running high events and they would run Annals. I don't mm-hmm. know if they had Hands Judgment. But they don't need hand judgment, so they could right, probably sure. still do that what they want. Yeah, I'm. I, I in general, I always liked wheels in the annals without doing a combo. I thought that was an, always an interesting interaction. Yeah, but it now, just I, there's there was no reason to do wheels in the annals outside of a combo deck. Sure, wheels was the one where you draw like one, ten, discard, but then you can discard as discard many events as you want. That you yeah. don't want. Gotcha. I think Annals is still a really cool pl- I'm I'm sorry that Annals and Hand's Judgment are both on there, because I feel like there's still a lot of decks that could run Annals. And, and they tried to get at the heart of combo. They didn't want any of those one-turn kill decks. Yeah. Because I feel like there's probably quite a few cool decks that run Annals and Hand's Judgment, because they are event-heavy. But they're doing something different with the game, which is good, right? Yeah. So I know, specifically, there was a deck that got top four uh, Canadian Nationals last year, there was a Night's Watch Lion that ran, I think, at least 20 events. It okay. had just jumper characters and Tyrion. Oh, yeah, and it was Steel Deck. And it, Yeah, and so it like, kind of stole your stuff. It cleared the board. The deck would, like, Valor turn one regularly. Yeah. Or turn two, you know? And so they would they would use that, and then they would annals and use all their stuff again. Iron Bank, right? They would play out uh, a um, uh, Gold Cloaks, right? Yeah. Two costs, but it's really a four cost, two cost ambush. Then they, they would do the challenge with it, use Iron Bank, bring it back to hand. Now they have four gold, pop in the Hound. Nice. Do the thing with the Hound, pop him back, you know, he comes back. And then, oh, turn five, let's flip Annals. Let's do all that again. You know, so it was like, that's a really interesting deck. It is. is trying to play the game differently than yeah. most decks are. Albeit, yeah, that deck ran similar like, to what someone tells like 18 characters. With Ambush and like things like that. That's really cool. You know, that's really yeah. interesting. A deck like that probably really relied on hand judgment, or maybe sure. didn't really rely on it, but used it's it very to helpful. good effect. Very now helpful. can't have that. Yeah. Um, I think no matter what, uh, we're not going to be able to help you, P. Martel. Yeah. So my 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 idea was that you need Tar- to out play rush them it? in terms of, yeah in terms of rush and they have more characters than they have icon removal because you had said that you traditionally run into mostly icon removal. On, they they on. were all icon removal. So and in my experience with Martel is is I lose when they have more icons than I can remove. When it doesn't matter that I can get rid of one military or one or three or whatever. Let's say this so you guys were just playing a game where Z Man was playing Laney Rose. He had out six characters at one point. Uh-huh. You had out probably six as well, but you were able to remove four. Four at one point. Characters? No uh, uh, icons. Yeah, you oh, were yeah. able to... Full icon removal. Full... Actually, I think five. I think you got five you had icons. Nymeria, Kalio, Darkstar. I gotta say, I really thought I used Kalio pretty well that game. You did. I played I into it. I was pretty happy. You did play into it, which uh, every time... <laughs> every time you would play into Kalio, Alfie would do this. <sighs> and I was Horrible like, sign. oh, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I could have done this instead. Oh, okay. Besides that... Do you want... Well, so so you he had a big board, but you were still able to remove enough icons. Everyone was down to one icon. He wasn't really able to do much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was down to one icon. One. 
it's, it's really hard for you, especially because you can remove icons in a way that all they have left are military icons, which when you have Chud on the board, you're fine with that. Right, and finally when I got Chud on the board, I was like, okay, keep your military, I'll remove the exactly. other stuff. Exactly, I'll take, I'll take your power so you can't take my power and you can't gain any. I'll take your intrigue so you're not taking my cards out of my hand. Because it's intrigue mostly. And then, Actually, you if you go too big, power. you guys have to be playing a deck where you don't have a reset. And your deck also, it, it was... It was much. It was a little bit higher curve, but in general, right? Martell runs resets. Oh yeah. If they don't, I don't know what they're doing. But if you go too wide, they valor you. They don't yeah. you. They they Varys. hit you in some way. Exactly, yeah. Varus. Uh, there was one point I played the uh, I played the Queensman. I was playing Bear Wolf. I played Queensman down. Looked at their hand. And I was like, Oh, you have Varus, and you have five other cards that are all really good. I don't know what to do. You know, I was like, I get to remove one of these, you know. That's by, cool. Not Varys the Queensman. No, but no. But, like, I, I get to see what's in his hand, yeah. which is part of why Queensman's so good. is the hand knowledge, not oh, necessarily yeah. just discarding a card. Uh, I will say, there's been so many times I've played Queensman, and I see my opponent's hand, and I'm like, oh, I should probably concede. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, I think it's a very real like, thing. Like, I remember, oh, God, I remember playing Landing Crossing in a Stark deck. Uh, and both of them literally just had everything they needed. Yeah. The Stark did had like it had Eddie, Mage, and like Aria, another Aria in there, and the Lanny deck had everything they could possibly want. And I was just like, Well, this is over if you can get another econ plot out. So in general, I just I don't know what style of deck beats it. I'm thinking something like Targaryen. Where so when they burn, do a challenge, you, you just burn, burn them kills? to the ground. Right. You don't need your icons to burn their characters. No. You know, and so I'm wondering if... if but I was trying to think of anything... That sucks, because I don't want to play Targ. Right, I don't either. I particularly want to play Targ. And I'm trying yeah, to think that's of that's something that does it without Martell. You mentioned Builders, but I think Builders is so scarce on icons you can't afford to. So yeah, I was most thinking of one, maybe two. So I was thinking of Builders. If you're running the Builders that has... The other dude. Othel. Othel. Yeah, the guy that can add icons. Um, Dorn doesn't work, because when you lose challenge, he takes ch- icons away. Right. Um, I can lose a challenge, and my wall's fine. Right. And I can just Othel and give him a, an icon later, so Dorn's response isn't doing anything. Well, sure, but Starfall still works. Dornish Spy still works. Nymeria still works. The uh, the attachment won't work, because you probably can't have it on most of your people, besides Othel. Yeah. So... The, the, they still have all these other things that work. Dark Star still works. Stealthy, I stealthier guy who doesn't have a military icon. I take it now away. He definitely doesn't have a military icon. That's right, because right, Dark Star and Nimi can both take them away and give you negative. Right. So you don't when need I to o- have them. So when I Otho and give you that military exactly. icon, you're fucked. So, oh, you gave somebody a military icon? Well, I'll take that away. Now he can't be the clerics of the defender. Otho's really good because I don't think he has a limit on him so nah. but you also no, i mean does. how many locations yeah, yeah, you, have have locations. you have a lot but not 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 that many Friends gift and... um no i it'll be interesting to see what comes from the new box i we had talked about it is is for me i'm so much more interested in seeing what else is out there clearly that icon removal was there you can see that just by looking at the cards right that deck is clearly going to be awesome and incredible and I'm curious to see if it wins competitive champions. It just it goes back to there comes a point where you really feel like you're not actually playing the game against it. Sure. sure. Because you're not doing anything. 
I literally, like, I, I'm out there, I have three characters out there, I have one icon between all three of them. Right, and like, I, what, I've what said, can like... I do? And they have Doran, so if I put him in a challenge, Doran can remove him from the challenge. Like, right. And, like, I, I like control, so I'm not too bummed about that, but I'm way more interested in the other stuff that I added. Yeah. I like a healthy amount of control. I was, I was telling Bence about this earlier, Z-Man, where I said, I'm fine with all sorts of these decks being in the meta... But I just want, like, there to be variation with that. I sure. don't want to... Eight games in a row of the same deck. Yeah. And you know what the problem is? That's what tourneys are like sometimes. Yeah. I went to World and I played Targaryen and Greyjoy were most of my games. Yeah. That's One a... thing, thing where, like... He made it to day two, by the way. I know he did. I was very proud I of him. I was saying... I was telling that to our listeners. Yeah. All 200 of you. He's very Yeah, proud. day two, lost to a Greyjoy, beat a Greyjoy. Sick. Yeah. What's really thing, like, glad I came here to play Greyjoy. And I think as far as we think that the meta can be expanded by new cards, the meta's fairly shallow, where there are dominant decks. And you might have a deck that can kind of counter this dominant deck, but you get crushed by this other one. And if you haven't played against more of this other one, great, you're screwed. And that's that's what I like. I like the rock paper scissors element in there. You know, I like the idea that you know what this deck really beats up on most of these decks. But I lo- I lose the Barra, I lose the Night's Watch. Well, I think you know? we're more in we're more in a meta of you know if rock paper and scissors is a tier three deck. Where if scissors doesn't play, paper screwed. I think I think besides this Martell box and my That's experiences point, over the past two days, I think sure. the meta. I think almost every faction probably has tier one, deck tier one point five decks. Against it? Do you I think, think every, with, the, with the new box though, with the new box, I have no idea. Yeah. I literally have no idea. That's aside from, sure, aside from aside from the new box, yet. yeah. Aside from the new box, yeah. Which uh, <laughs> I'm not going to shout at this store because I don't want to give them a trouble. <laughs> But we all have the cards now. Well, two. Oh, I gotta get it. We live in Phoenix. Um, Hello. <laughs> we live in. I live in Glendale. I live in Tempe. Yeah. Get out of here with your Phoenix Just elitism. You. Phoenix sucks. Get out of here. Oh god. Capital elitism. Yeah. You're from District One, aren't you? He is. I'm in the Madison School District. If anybody wants to play Game of Thrones. Um. All right. Um. Not counting the Martell box, do you think every faction has a tier 1 to tier 1.5 deck? No, I don't think Stark, Stark does. No. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Unless you're Sam Bratz and you're playing Stark Reigns, which I've actually been playing quite a bit of lately. Which? You've been playing against it? Or I mean, I've been, been playing, playing it. it. My oh, Stark deck is it? It is phenomenal. Really? It is so interesting. Like, I'm, I'm, I am not anywhere Wait, near as good you as played it? I've been playing it. Because there's so much interaction? There's or? so much... There's always something cool to do. I mean, my Stark deck took you to town. Twice. Sure. Did it? Twice? It did. Oh, you mean when I was playing combo? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It did. Cool. But that's cool. Dude, I like that you... That there is a Stark Reigns deck. Yeah, he can just, work. Well, I mean, and he knows how to It only works when best. you're the, one of the top five players in Thrones, sure. right? Is it's interesting that you can have fun with it I, and you can I make say so? good plays. Who else would be up there? That guy from Greyjoy. I would say probably Chris Schoenthal, okay. who has shown that he's very good at second edition. I would say Sam Bratz. I would say probably, if I'm going out on a limb, Kid Seafell, who is phenomenal as well, like thinks about the game differently. 
I would say while he was playing with DC, when DC was still playing, Corey and Seth are both probably top players. Uh, who else? I'm not arguing that Brad's is top five, by the way, because you know I think he's probably the best. Right. Um, who else? Uh, Reinhardt. Reinhardt. I was going to say, what about Ryan and Spitz? Uh, Spitz? Speck? Speck. Oh, Speck? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what Speck's done. I know he's done well in things, but, like, I don't... He's good in California, but, you know. So, uh, I'll I'm say... Sure he's a great player. He's a great player. But oh, I'm, yeah, talking about, crazy. I'm talking about You're people top, who are the best. Top five. So, um, I will say... Yeah, Ryan Jones, probably. Oh, yeah. But most, all, his, all his wins are from first edition. Oh, they are? Interesting. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. What about Luis? Luis. Yeah, he's got, a melee winner. Oh, he's, he's a, a melee Yeah, because in, in Brazil, they have a like a melee league is what they play. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't yeah. play Joust a lot. Right. They play super more cool. melee. Super cool. It's crazy. Huh. I think melee is so interesting. I hate melee. I hate melee. It's fascinating. <laughs> I it, it bums me out that you guys hate it so much. Okay. I, I think I it's it. so much more interesting than Joust. I hate it for the same reason that Mark hates it. That the one time we played melee together, I ended up absolutely destroying you played him. Played melee twice now. Yeah, but I don't count the second one. Why? I don't know. I guess that I was actually count. a good game. I guess, I the second one here? Wasn't good. Yeah. I guess it was. Yeah, when we played here. So much time I ever. I guess that actually was a they decent game. They played at a store. We played at the store championship, and he hates Not it. Not a store championship game night kid. Whatever. You guys got to get this right. No, store championship means something. You have a buy because you want a store championship. Oh, he I've won two game. I've won two game night kits. I've got a plaque. And you know what I got? You I've got a plaque. I got cards. I have a plaque. Sick. I got cards. Yeah, we got. We get yeah. it. You have a plaque. No, it's it's up on the game shelf. I don't like it because of that. We played with like six of us. Two, six of us, four of us. There's no way you play. You played with four. You played with four. It was you, him, Adam, and yeah, Ron. and and Bus got bummed because you got like a five military claim against. Well, I got, you guys kept no, I got just double, attacking each I other. I got double three claim. Yeah, because yeah. he kept attacking me, and so well, of course you did, because that's you and Bus. That's your guys' yeah, problem, though. I mean, you, got, you guys played it. Maybe back. that's why. Maybe that's why. I actually did have stupidly. a lot more fun when we played. Yeah, here. we. I had a. I, I had, had a blast, blast doing it here. I thought it was fun doing it here. I don't want to do it again necessarily, but like that was cool. I don't. That's the thing is, I don't just because it took a lot of time. Yeah, it just took a lot of time. I'm sorry, have you seen some of our Joust games that take an hour and a half? Yeah, but that was an easy two hour, like, John was sitting there for like two hours waiting for uh, John was picking my plots, so he, he was, was playing. He was. He was, No, that, but No, was, but even with John picking my plots, like, I was still it telling him, like, no, not that plot. Right, you'd say, like, It wasn't really two. that yeah. much longer. It was longer. And I, I was but it wasn't running, that I was running, much but, it, it, but, you know, and it's long for us. I'm sure if we were playing, like, at a thing and... You know, uh, like at a at a store, it would it would have taken maybe not half the time, but at least a third less of the time. You know, because we we chat, we stop when we sure. talk and stuff. But to it me, is. it's just I, I don't want to get into this big thing. I understand like Joust is the competitive format for Second Edition, but like Melee is just fun. It's super fun, super interactive, and there's way more levels to be thinking on than Joust. Sure, that's why I like it. Sure. You know? I think I actually had a lot more fun in Magic when I played with, like, Stefan and Bus and his brother. Like, we played us four. Right. 
I had a lot and more fun that, playing that. we did that one time with the first time we ever played Magic. Yeah, we ever played all four. We did. Yeah. We did a bunch of one-on-ones, and then we did an all four. It was awesome. I won that, by the way. You did I know win you that. Did. It was some fucking... It was great. Uh, I was, was Not surprised. Gordon Strong, but like the version of Gordon Strong that's in Magic. Yeah. It was. It was that's green, right. too. Green and white. Yeah, green and white. Green is Because green and white is all healed. Yeah, green Yeah, all healed. I think the one was used, too, and it meant like everybody gets plus one or whatever. Who's those stupid Rams you got? Okay. Cycling back. I think after you're going to war do wall, dude, and seeing those guys wall. play... Don't do a wall, <laughs> wow. man. Dude, that flying wall is you guys are not coming it through. It doesn't make any sense to me. How does a wall fly? I think after going to the Thrones and... Because uh, I, I don't watch as much as you do or, or, or keep up. Like, just seeing Neil and Ryan play together is just like... That's another cool. level of play. Yeah. It was well, cool. And I, I've thought about this lately, too. Because whenever I hear people on podcasts or whatever, they always talk about, like, there's somebody in their meta who's, like, really, really good. And I think that's one of the things that, like, we're never going to get, like, that much better because we don't have somebody who's, like, amazing at this yeah. game we're and been around forever. Level. Like, yeah, like, making us think we, – we all think about the game a little differently, but we don't have somebody who's, like – we don't have a teacher type thing. We sure. don't have, like, we somebody have who's mentor. really good that just beats us constantly that forces us to be better. Yeah. No, I'm right? with you there. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm with you that. Like the, I think the best you guys got was when you got to play in the tournament when all the Cali guys came down. Yeah, and even I remember talking to Chris Schoenthal about that. I was like, I was hey. back when I wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, Schoenthal, when at, at the end, that was back before I went to tournament. The last day of Thrones, I went to Schoenthal and I was like, hey, like, dude, you know, you know, thank you, whatever, for a fucking great, great weekend, yeah, kind of thing. And I was like, hey, I remember when you guys came out to Arizona a couple yeah. years ago. Everyone. And he was like, oh yeah, we did pretty good. I was like, you took seven of the top eight, but that's fine. I wasn't playing then. There was a there was a few there was a few people I talked to uh, at Thrones War, and they mentioned how like they came out and did pretty well, and I was like, all right, like yeah, you, you guys just smashed us. us, you know. But it was good. I'll say this: it was it was great that they came out because we had I think like thirty three or thirty four players in that, and we usually have ten. Yeah. And the big yeah. stuff ten back is, then ten is high. Now we don't. Back then you had about ten at everything. Huh. You know, at least. We got but but it was cool, like, because even, even Chris then was like, hey, like, you get another regional, we'll absolutely, like, come out and now... Beat you again. <laughs> but even if he does, but now it'll be different, though, because now we can go talk to them and now we can be like, oh, like, there's, like, a more discussion there. Like, right. there, there's, like, there's just more, like, commu- just, just that building community, right. like, hey, you're coming to our regional, thank you, right. we can talk to you, we can, like... Right, we can, like, go get drinks afterwards. Exactly, yeah. like, it's, like, it's, it's, like, a whole, like, a fan thing, we go, like, because, like, I uh, absolutely did not know how much the Thrones community drank, by the way. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, it's a big thing. I didn't find, like, the cooler outside until way too late, and I was like, man... This would have been good on, like, that third no, game in a row I lost. That would have been bad because you guys were already great. pretty sloppy. The AZ the guys first day, not handle Okay, the first, day, the first day we were all pretty drunk. But I'm saying at, or, like, the first night. Oh, I'm saying the out. first day there. Gotcha. I didn't know there was an outside drinking gotcha. spot until I was, like, one in five, one in four. Yeah. And then I found out, I was like, this would have been great, like, Two, three, maybe even four games ago. I'm gonna be honest. I really would have wish I would have had a beer before I played Stephen Embry. Yeah. Are you drinking straight vodka or are you drinking no, water? No. I just want to make sure you it's just, not you slurred a couple words in there, and I was like, "Are you no, getting no. more drunk?" And uh, then I was like, "This is Le Cru and vodka <laughs> and lime juice." Oh, but I, still, I, you're still drinking. Okay. Yeah, it is just vodka. I mean, it's it's well, actually, about to where it's at now. So that was vodka. And then lime brings it up to about there. And then the soda brings it right above Targaryen. What soda? Just La Creux. 
You know that shit's made in Minnesota. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Shout out to a future home. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, congrats, hopefully. Congrats. Um, You're going to like the Vikings. So, I mean, no. I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. I don't really care about football. That's yeah. good. Um, I don't know, man. Just for my minimal thing, like I love he watching Sam Bratz play. Cause I hate him. He's the craziest. I love watching people play who are really good. Cause I, honestly, I enjoy watching a lot of people play, period, because it's really interesting to see the mind of someone else, especially sure. when you know they're a good player. Right. It's obnoxious when they make mistakes. What not is it bad, obnoxious? Not it's even interesting. Not even bad plays. Like, mistakes. You played that card wrong. You missed, oh, you missed that interaction. Sure. I think you care about that more than... Like, I see that and I'm like, ah, I do that all the time. You you, you care. You're like, you're at this other level. Time. You shouldn't make that This mistake. is something we talked about last time, right? If, like, you make the least amount of mistakes as to what cards do or say, right? And so you hold everybody to a much higher standard with that. Like, there was a day, right? I, I marshaled two King's Roads. Or set up two King's Roads. And oh, you, yeah. like, looked at me and I was just like... What? And What's he's like, on? can I play too limited? And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, to me, it's like, oh, I made a, a stupid little mistake, sure. right? I didn't, I didn't like... You weren't actively trying to make this video. Like, right, just right. You know, forward. and so it's like, I think you hold people to a higher standard with how cards work. I don't like when people get away with it, quote unquote, right? They play a card wrong and nobody realizes And it. they look around like... No, I mean, I've never seen that. But like, somebody plays a card wrong, they forget with Valor that they don't have claims. Sure. You know, and then it yeah, goes yeah, by, and the then time. it's the next turn. They're like, "Oh man, like you didn't have claim. I totally forgot. Whatever, right? Pull it back." And so it's we like I, that is a little weird because it's like, well, how do you, how do you change? How do you get back to the game state? Because you've now revealed things to each other, right? That you, you know, that you didn't have before. You made yeah. decisions that you didn't have that you wouldn't have made otherwise. So it's like that's always weird because I feel like you've ruined that game now. That game mm-hmm. is tainted. Sure, but. For the most part, like when someone makes a mistake with a card, it's just like I can. I had one where um I was playing a little game that kid, and I had a Gaston grade a duped Dala, and he put both back in his hand, and I didn't realize it until uh, two oh. turns later he played two Dala, and I was like, oh, could I see your discard pile? And I looked at, it, and I was like, one of those should have been in there, you know, because yeah. like I I wasn't paying attention. So, but it was it was a was harmless mistake. No, it happened to the game that kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the ones I won. When I was playing Martel Watch, I did it. I gassed in a, a Duke Dalla, because why are you going to attack me with a Duke Dalla? He's yeah. playing Night's Watch Winter, and I was like, Dalla's pretty important in that deck. Yeah. You attack with her, and I got gassed on the board, she's going away. Huh. You know, and, and he forgot He forgot that, oh, you know, the Duke, it can't be safe, so the Duke, sure. you know, goes the in this part. away, and this goes back in your Harmless hand. mistake, you know? Sure. So it's, I, I, I think that's pretty common, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoy watching great players play because it's interesting to see the decisions they make especially when you know what cards they have in their yes. hands yeah that's what see, i was gonna say when it, you can see their hand yeah because then you're thinking you're like well why did they play that event there oh yeah why did they do this i would have done this but they didn't so like what was their reason behind yeah. that you know sometimes it's they make mistakes or you know sometimes they have really good reasons right and it's that it's they have the, the long play. was that a mistake or in the head they have some did they have something different the long path nice <laughs> Um, seeing Neil and Ryan play against each other that first night was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Okay. Just seeing, like, both of them go back and forth, and I, 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 I tried to stick to Neil's side, because he was my, aside yeah. from him being my, uh, my regent, like, He's I, my boy Blue. yeah, I didn't want to, like, run back and forth and, like, kind of, like, He's know both, both hands, like, I liked seeing Neil's hand and seeing how, what he was doing. Right. 
and man, like just like just the decisions he was doing, some of the stuff that he saw, I was like, oh my god, like I didn't see that at all. Right. Like between Othel and Fleabottom and Veteran Builder, the interactions he was doing, I was just really impressed. Yeah. I think he ended up losing. He did. But it was a freaking crazy game. Uh, that was really really cool. I, and like like that like that's super cool. Like wow like my I don't think my mind would have grasped that the way you did. I, I don't think I would have seen the the stuff he because he, he, he at one point like sacrificed fe- veteran builder to stand flea bottom to flea bottom someone else in. Yeah. Super super freaking cool. I did, I did that move a few times when I played my Martel watch was I would I would uh, I would. I would I would use bring in a veteran builder with flea bottom, sure. use him in a challenge, uh, sacrifice him to stand, to stand flea, flea bottom, bottom to bring, bring in like an Arya Hota to then do like a military yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know? just bring crazy crazy interactions. It's super super cool. Um, well, I think it's less that you couldn't do. I think you could do them. Just well, right. I think it's the fact that they can do them. Like it's all secondhand. It's all there's no thought about it. It's oh like, yeah. Yeah. This is how it works. This is how I'm going to do it. I think there is a lot of thought that goes into it. It is, but I think so much of the thought is just... Muscle memory? Yeah. Yes. Where they just know, like, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to do. And every now and then, like, ooh, that's a wrench. Well, let's rethink this a little bit. And okay, to be cool. fair, like... This is what I'm going to do. He'd been playing that deck. do it quick. He'd been playing that deck for three months. I've been playing... I had been playing a Watch Wolf. So, I mean, I I wasn't used to any of those sure. decisions. Right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's get to the meat of the podcast here. Uh, the last week or so... We we have made decks for each other. Let's talk about that really quick. Yeah, let's go really quick. Yeah. Alfie, what deck did you make for Z-Man? I had Z-Man, and so I wanted to just make a... I wanted to make a deck that I think he could pilot, but that still had, maybe had some interesting decisions, and so I made him a Lannister Banner of the Rose. Now, do you want to talk about each of our decks and what we made, or do you want to just... Do you want to just Let's talk about Z-Man's deck, and then we'll move on to the next one, and then we'll move on to the next one. I think better do that. Let's let's talk about that deck, then move on to the deck. All right, for you, the deck. You made cool. Yeah. All right. So you made him a Lanny Rose. Yes. Uh, Z-Man, first impressions on the deck, and how did it play for you? I played like a big, strong character deck, like I would assume. It has the big characters: got Tywin, Tyrion, Jaime, Big Cersei. And it's got Randall and left and right, which I thought was funny, but I like left and right a lot, It's actually. got one Randall, by the three of those other yeah, ones. one, one Randall. Randall. Uh, left and right, three of each. Um, it's got Marge, but how many? Three Marge. Three Marge? Okay, three Marge. Um, I think three of all of the other ones. And then normal, it's got the Ambushers. Um, Birdman, the Birdman, Hounds. Reducers, Hounds. What you would expect. Yeah. Normal so, Lanny stuff after that. What would you say your win weight rate was with it was? Until today, and minus you. If we could cut out Martell, I've lost one game. Nice. Of like twelve. Yeah. Cool. As soon as we include, as soon as we include Martell, I've lost every single game I've played against Martell yeah. before and after the new card. I think in general, Martell usually beats Lannister. Man. They always have. I lost That's a one bear deck. Other than that, one bear deck, and then every Martell game. Well, but played. specifically because I don't, I put a lot of less emphasis on the wins themselves when you only play the deck less than ten times. Sure, right, and so I care more about how the deck was working for you. Right, if it the deck falls good. apart, 
it's a bad deck and all those losses matter. If you're playing good games, close games, if you're winning because they're they have bad decks or they're playing bad or whatever, right? Sure. And I had some of those, but I also had like the bear deck, I lost by one. It's fourteen fifteen. The Martel, the two I played online actually earlier today. No economy. And I can't say that's completely it. there was their deck played well. But I'll say this. I'll, I'll just give a quick rundown of the of the deck itself. Like you said, I asked some of those big characters. Specifically, I built the deck around uh, one interaction. Cersei. Which is the fact that Cersei doesn't kneel for intrigue. Jamie yep. doesn't kneel for military. Yep. And I, I put in three Lord Renly tribe. Yep. With the idea being intimidate on them, ones. at least double intimidate on them, yep. is massive. Intimidate yep. is such an... Under, I think it's I think it's probably valued perfectly now because I think a lot of people know that it's really good. But the idea was a, a, a character that can participate in multiple challenges with Intimidate is very powerful. Yes. So I built the deck around that idea, putting Casterly Rock, get that double entry with Cersei, especially if she's in three challenges a turn. You know, and so it isn't necessarily a rush deck, but the deck can gain can power quick fast. because of things like Cersei. Yep. Things like characters Castle with renown. Small small chamber. What is it has it? small council chamber. Yes. I forget how many. There's one copy of Honey Wine. I think one yeah. one Honey Wine. I know yeah. it's one Honey Wine. Because just, Honey Wine is one of the games. Yeah, which wow. and that's the idea is like if you see it, like that's cool. a good card because you have big, yeah. strong characters. Yeah. You're normally gonna win by five. I've and I like it because it is Lanny. I can juke people on the military where they think, hey, I have enough gold. He might put the sword me. It's crazy because it doesn't have put the sword. There's no put the sword in the It's deck. interesting. I don't know anybody who plays around put to the sword anymore. Maybe it's just online. Well, I've had multiple people type out like, right. do you have put to the sword? I'm like, winky face. <laughs> and I'll say this. So the event suite, I went very basic with it. Three yeah, Lord Renly's ride, three treachery. Yep. I'm not, I don't care about your nightmares. I'm not, and maybe maybe, it, maybe that would make the deck better, right? Having that milk and I don't know if it, I don't think it has milk either. No, it doesn't. Three matter. bodyguards, dupes of all my big characters. The idea yep. is get out some good characters. I think the deck probably gets killed by Valor Harris, probably, which yes. is in a lot of places. Unless they play it wrong, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think you can probably play it right if you think their deck has it. Kind of. Well, I it's think hard. It, I'll, I'll say this. I think the thing with Valor Harris is I think too often you're like, oh man, like. I only want I, I need to have ten on the board, but it's like you know what? No, use your Cersei and your Tyrion. Sure. And when they flip Valor Harris, get rid of Tyrion and bring out your Jamie, bring out your Randall, right? Yeah. Like they're they don't they don't two do Harris. So I think I think too often people are afraid to. They keep thinking, oh, I'm gonna lose this really powerful character do do Harris. I shouldn't play it out or whatever, right? But it's like. Doharis blows you out of the water if you play bad and you flop everything on your board. Sure, right. If you're afraid of a reset, though, you have to keep characters in your hand. Well, I think that's one of the harder points for that as well is the only reset in there is the first snow. I had first snow, yes. Yes. I replaced that with Valor. Right. And I'll, I'll say this. I wasn't using first snow so much as a reset, but more as an aggro tool. Yeah. Okay. Because Just with Burnman... With even the hound, if you if you have to, you can bring them out, you can keep them on the board, and you can march next turn. Sure. And you know what? You're marching on them, at least a four cost character. Sure. Maybe a five cost or a six cost if you are able. Or to Or a win seven them. if they're stupid. Right. 
Or if you played it correctly, that you can get it down to just a seven. Like, I right. got, I've gotten my big Cersei marched. Yeah. I mean, because I, of Spear Maiden. I don't think I see that card. I've never sure. seen it before. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but it's an interesting, like, the work plot line is it. very basic, very just, like, efficient. Yeah. Kind of cards. You got confiscation. Yep. You got march to the wall. You got first snow. It's particularly for that interaction, first sure. snow march to the wall. Well, and it's nice to use it as a kind of yeah. offensive first snow. Right. Summer harvest. Yep. Because if you have Tywin out, summer harvest should always be your opener. Yep. And I believe it always trading is. or noble cause. Noble cause. There's no another. Trade. There's an. It's not trading. There's it's another. Noble cause. It's noble cause. Trade routes. Yeah, trade routes is in there. Did I put trade routes in there? Yeah, yes, you did. You because the the deck oh, does I do tend have to a lot have... of different locations. Yeah, because it's lots of single. It's lots of one offs. Right. So that that was the deck I built. What off the top of your head? What changes did you make? Um, it was actually very minimal. Uh, one of them is a little OCD where there was two Kings Road and I had a third. I made it 61. I didn't take out a card. I'm sure I could have. I'm sure I could have actually looked at it and be like, is it worth it to put another Kings Road and take out a character? But for some, I would have taken out a Gates of the Moon if I was going to do that. See, I actually really like Gates of the Moon. Gates of the Moon is a fine card. I actually really like one. And I think if I had looked at it in that way, where it's like, okay, here's the, I think, nine plot in- like uh, location incomes. Right. This Gates of the Moon is just replacing the King's Road. Right. I think if I had looked at it that way, we would have been fine. It was the, I've never seen a deck that did two. I don't know. And that's my, that's my whatever. Um, I The only other change I made was First Snow for Valor. You got um, Valor. Which... I'm fine with because Valor, you have so many dupes of all your big characters. You should be and three should bodyguard. Be you should bodyguard Valor. They're all lords or ladies. I think the that's ones an that are interesting important. and like valid change. Like My that's thought, like, uh, oh, like that that that's maybe you just prefer Valor to First Snow. Or... But no. So my thought with Valor specifically versus First Snow was that uh, Valor is really good against big guy decks. Yeah. I don't think your deck has a problem with big guy decks. I think you probably have one of the better big guy decks. That's fair. So you don't need the valor. That's fair, right? So you, so instead of instead of trying to exploit its strengths, I was trying to shore Help up its the weaknesses. weaknesses. See, I think my thing was, like I said, only lost to Martell. It's so many of those Martell decks. It would have helped if I had Valor instead of First Snow. And like, it is playing off a very very shallow. Games. This is I'm talking 15. I think 15 is how many I've played with yeah. it. Very shallow. Right. Every but, single one I lost with Martell, and I was yeah. like, man, if I had Valor instead of First Snow, I'd just kill you. Yeah. But I mean, in general, so I'll say this. Um, I, I I would say if you want to keep playing it, play it more specifically against Martell and see if Valor actually helps you. If it doesn't, oh, that's what go, I'm gonna do. I want to try. I'd say go back to First Snow because if you're just gonna lose to a deck. Then I'm going to lose to a deck. You're going to lose to that deck. Yeah. You can't win them and all. And now, yeah, now you're not helping yourself in, you know, other aspects. I think with Valor, I was afraid of the, I don't like zero claim. And you don't have anything to help you raise Yeah, to up it. Yeah. I feel you there. Granted, you can you right. try to use Intimidate to keep their characters from being able to initiate challenges against you. All right. Here we go. This is uh, Z-Man's very own tequila that we're going to be taking right now. This is a very special second shot in the middle of the podcast. It's called Captain Longschlong. Captain Longschlong. I didn't know you named it after me. 
All right, so right, one... Zero, you need to take a break real quick, and why don't you talk about the deck that you made for me, Vince? Oh, okay. That we do with the worst one last. Um, okay, I made a Klansman deck for Alfie, so I'll talk a little bit about my approach to this. So, one, from the start, I knew I wanted to make a, a very thematic deck in the sense that once I told Alfie what it was that he would have an idea of what the deck should be. Whether that was what I gave him or not was kind of beside the point. I like the idea of me telling him, you know, I gave you a Stark Rush or a Direwolf deck or a, I don't know, a, a Night's Watch Builders deck that, that, that in his head he would already have an idea of what that should be and then ideally I give him something uh, that's what, what I would build. So I gave him a Klansman deck. Two, I wanted to give him a Klansman deck that was hopefully uh, somewhat viable. I have tried to build a Klansman deck multiple times uh, to, to no acclaim. I've never been able to really get it to work. And I think that's because I I feel like I had succumbed to constantly trying to make it a Lanny Goodstuff deck as well as a Klansman deck. So, uh, for instance... Um, in my previous builds, I had included three Tywin, and the Cerseys, and the Jamies, right. and and the Big Tyrion, as well as the Clansmen. So that, anytime that deck won, it was because I had out the Tywin, and the Jamie and the Tyrion. Not so much the Clansmen. This one, I wanted to make very much reliant on the Clansmen, while still uh, being efficient, and... What I realized is that the biggest problems with those other clansmen's deck is that the curve was way too high at that point. Okay. For the plot deck that I wanted to run. Or if the curve was that high, I would just I was better equipped to play those cards, and then it makes sense for me to flop out Stone Crows or Burnman or any right. of these other cards right. that were less that weren't as good as Jamie or Cersei or Tyrion or whatever. So I wanted to try and build um, a proper clansman deck, one that again had had uh, a little bit of, of meat to it, one that was able to take advantage of, of some interesting things and and give it to him, at least with a couple little bit of practice. So I played it six times before I gave it to him. Traditionally, and we talked about this, I love to build a deck uh, and I make it as crazy as possible at iteration zero and try it and then from there kind of go. I, I did that and then I played it a couple times and made a couple changes and then, and then gave it to Alfie. Uh, a couple things. One, uh, Tyrion was the only guy, seven cost. Uh, Timmet was six cost. Other than that, everyone else was pretty small. I didn't include uh, Never Been Against My Family. Right. I, uh, I did include Three Hear Me Roar. Um, I went back and forth with a couple things, and I realized I, I, I originally I had only one Heron Hall. I ended up switching that to two Heron Hall. Okay. Yeah. Um, I added in Cersei after a couple plays because I think she helps uh, just in general with her, her two claim on entry. You don't want your person to have as many answers as possible. And if you can pull off uh, Trial by Combat, it's huge. Right. And uh, you can get some really big claim with, with the Clansman deck. Um, I was only able to trigger or to pull off Tyrion once in the times that I played it. So you played about eight games? I played eight games with it. Um, well, I played eight games with it, and then last night, after you were telling me that you were having struggles with it for a couple days, I was like, okay, well, let me try it again. Went in, and immediately, like, I won turn two because I was able to get Timmon off 
with Tyrion. Right, they conceded, right? Right. Which the first uh, which is I got. which is I mean a fluke for sure. Yeah. But still, I was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure like like that exists. Right. Um, I was I was pretty happy with it. I don't. I I don't even think that Klansman is a tier one deck at all. I think it's fun, and I will say that I I wanted to make the deck very thinky, if that's a word. Sure. Yeah. It and, works. And I wanted to make the deck, like, like I think every decision in that deck matters. And when I was playing it, I could I could tell that, especially in some of the other games, uh, I think I went 6-2. and two. It was either 6-2 and two or 4-2. and two. It was one of those. Um, every decision matters. Whether it's, do you hear me warn the Hound, or do you hear me warn this other guy? Or do you do this, or do you do that, or do you do this, or do you do that? And... At each point, I knew that the decision that I was making hopefully was the best one possible, because if not, I would probably lose. And I don't know if that makes it a glass cannon, or if that just makes it a difficult deck to pilot. Let's say that's a glass cannon. Seems like glass cannon. Okay. So, that's the deck I kind of created and kind of where I was coming from when I built it. I, I wanted to take advantage of, of a lot of the jumper effects. I, I only included one Black Ears, which right. you took out. Uh, did I? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> so uh, so Al- Alfie made the most changes to any of our decks because he hated it. Well, so, so alright, so you built the deck, right? You yeah. handed it off to me. I lost six games in a row with it. I finally won one because he conceded on like turn four where we were at like four and five power each and I basically cleared his board but I didn't have much of a board I don't think I had anything on my board either I think I might have had one thing he was just upset yeah I think he was just like I, I, which I've been there before where I'm playing a, I'm playing a game and uh, it happened actually today I granted I got to the end of class I was at the end of one of my classes but I was like this game could go on for another hour. I'm over it. You know, like, and I, I just said to him, I was like, uh, you know, it came to a point where the kind of the tide had turned, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I really have nothing left. And I was like, you know, and I just said, like, GG, I think you got the best of me today, you know, uh, thanks for the game, and then conceded and left. Because it's like, I I lost, I don't want to keep going on with this. This guy was kind of being douchey about it. I, uh, really? he decided. Iron Throne? Well, what he decided to do was after I initiated the challenge, he stood one of his characters and then defended with him. And I was like, okay. And then he started, like, like, just doing it back and forth. Kind of what you were doing, Vince, when we played one night and you started, like, doing oh, weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He started doing that, and I was like, just leave if that's, like, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, with, yeah. With us, it's fine because you know you lost. Right. It was just. A, you're just kind of trolling. And at no ass. point was he. Right. Like, no I was point, pulling people out of my discard pile into the. Into right. The and at no point was he, like, being, like, funny or a jokester during the game. Yeah. So it just. It kind of caught me off surprise. I was like, is he new or. You know, I, it didn't make sense. But or is he just an ass? Anyway, so that was the first one I got was the fact that, like, I just, like, lucked into it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
the deck, and I was telling Ben, so like, at no point when I was playing did the deck run the way he said it did. Or, gotcha. or work the way he said, the way he, the experiences he the, had. Like, the idea he had. Right. The, or the experiences he had had playing, you had right? Played it. He right, had I played it with it where he was able to, like, do things and... So, and I'll tell you, and I think the biggest thing, which you tell me if I'm, I'm wrong, is, is what I've gleaned from this, is that when I played it, I always had enough econ to do what I wanted to do. Yeah, you said you always had enough econ... I t- and I told him I was like I feel like I never have enough. Like never I never had enough gold to do what I wanted. And I, also I told never him, felt like I could do at least two things a turn. And sure. I also told him like I would mulligan for econ. A lot of times I had I did, but then you sent me a picture and I was like I had the same board. A lot of times I had no characters on board, but I would have gold so I could do a couple things. Yeah. Okay, oh, so you jump. joined my game yesterday. That was um, you joined my game after I said like oh I'm playing this thing. And I think you joined, yeah. and uh, I was like, "This you're board. like, oh, this is usually what my board looks like." And I'm like, "That's fine," but like, I but you're like, but I usually have more econ. I don't think I had any econ. Mm. You might have had like a Rosewood out, like yeah. you had like one and like a flea bottom or something. Which I is usually what, had. what I had. I usually just had one so, piece of econ. Yeah. So when yeah. I was so when I was playing it, usually I had enough econ, and I talked about this earlier in the podcast. I usually had gold, so I could do some a couple things. How much econ do you have in the deck? I mean, in standard nine. Nine, um, cards. Maybe maybe ten. Two gates, three okay. gold roads puts you at five. Two rose roads put you at seven. Three western fetons. He had ten. More than I would do. I would usually do. I do the nine. Yeah. And the gates in the moon were in there because I wanted the gold, not the reducer. Sure. Because I wanted to jump stuff in. Did you have? You didn't have the reducers in there. He did have the. Reducers I had the reducers in there. You still had reducers. I had the reducers okay. in there just for like uh, like for Tyrion or for you know whatever else. Well, not not. I'm not saying location, but did you have the Oh, the, the Lanny Merchants, oh. yeah, yeah, Lanny yes. Merchants. Okay. Are there. So, like, it was HRD. So, a proper flop would be like Lanny Merchant and a reducer location. It's interesting. Never got that out. I never at any point got a yeah. gold road or anything, and a. Like, You're saying it was just so dependent on econ, and even you've said that a little bit. Where it's yeah, it's very dependent on yeah. Econ. Well, it didn't because I because he said, "What do you want?" And I was like, "You want a mulligan for econ." Yes, because you want econ and you want those gold. You want. I those usually gold. had. One piece. The games where yeah. I was able to do stuff and I would maybe get to ten power before I lost, or games where I had multiple pieces of econ, I'm still losing those games. Probably sure. because, and I think this is the thing was, and I and I kind of told him I was like, I don't think the deck is bad because you had a good experience with it. I think I don't know how to play this deck. I was like, I am I am getting blown out game after game. You know? Maybe it is just the econ is that it's and that dependent this, on the econ. There's one econ plot in the game, in in the deck. One econ plot in the deck. So when you have, uh, I mean, we can go to that right now. Of like, so the first changes I made was I was like, I need more econ. Sure. Because I can't afford I'm just trading. I, I need all. That's what you have trading. Yeah, no other, trading. Yeah, no other. What was this? Econ, what you're saying, econ. No what other. What was the plot four? deck that I sent you? You said, uh, had close call. Okay. Right. For, for Tyrion. Tyrion. Yep. Confiscation. Okay. For Tyrion. For Tyrion. Yeah. County Coppers. First snow of winter. For to find Tyrion. First snow. Okay. Trading with the Pentoshi. Okay. There's the Golis, Winter Festival. I changed two of them that I considered the flex plots essentially. Um, I thought close call. I never was in a position where I needed it ever because you, you didn't kill Tyrion. Like. Or even if he Kill dies, anyone else. like when I was playing the decks, I wasn't able to use him. 
Like I, I, I told Ben's, I normally had Tyrion sit in my hand for three turns because I couldn't afford him. Which I had said, like, I've used him once. And that's the, and, and the, the problem was, if I put Tyrion out, that's the only thing I can do this turn. Sure. One thing I can do this turn. And that's That's, right. that's going to help that's me in this game hard. anymore, you know? Yeah. So I, he is really expensive I for that figured deck. close call wasn't helping me, and uh, confiscation wasn't. I was like, I don't, I don't care. So uh, uh, the close call, five gold plus the draw card, usually pretty helpful. Even if you're not saving Tyrion. Yeah, so I did trade routes instead. I put I trade routes in. I figured I need something... Something mid-game. I guess to I, give haven't, me gold. I haven't looked at your clansman deck, so I don't know for sure, but I mean trades route is just a safe yeah. safe bet. And I and I, I no point needed to, to save anybody. Sure, draw's cool, that's fine, but uh, did, you, did you put it in there? Okay, so obviously the goal is hey, some crap happened and I gotta save Tyrion. Yeah. Well, because well, that's built you around with it? Tyrion. Who, who else it is you basically like, like, well, you, you used him once, so I it really doesn't matter. He, yeah, he doesn't. Who else I, I could probably use Cortirian. Maybe Timmit to save? Like, who else are you trying to save Maybe. with Close Call? No one. And, like, I've actually... I've used Close Call to save Chella so I could play her. Okay. Or, but, like... You just use it because you don't want to use one of your other plots, and yeah, you're probably going to draw a card. You have something. I can get five cold and draw a card, so I got, I got three cards this turn. Okay. Right, and that's what I said, is it's draw a card, or you actually use it for its ability... Um, I went I went one and six with his version, right? Interesting. So that then that's when I was like, okay, now I'm gonna like make a couple tweaks. And I told him I went through a few different iterations with it. I didn't end up with this final thing, but the one of the first things I did was I changed, um, uh, I changed the Jolly event combat. suite. I went, I changed the event suite because he had in the version he sent me three hear me roar, okay, two nightmares, yep, two iron bank will have its stew. And arson. Which, yeah, like that. Three treachery and two trial by combat. Okay. I... You probably don't trial by combat. Took out trial by combat and you took out nightmares. You took out nightmares. Okay. Yes. You kept your reward. And I put in two put to the sword. Because I, I don't have the icon spread on my phone right now, but it's almost all military. Granted, Mountains of the Moon helps you get those intrigues, but the trial by combat... There were there were there was a couple times where I was like, man, trial by combat. If I could play it this turn, would be so good. Never had enough gold, and I always had enough gold. Is it still a? It's still a is it's it two, two costs? Two costs. Same as put the sword. Yeah, yeah. Which there you just right, but I'm so guaranteed the military icons. Kill. Yeah, I'm you still get a kill. Guaranteed and to have the, all kill. these military icons. Yeah, exactly. I might do that too. You're guaranteed. Then you get two kills. Yeah, it's H. Okay, but in my iteration, it's HRD balance of the moon. So you're guaranteed the intrigue if you want it. Yeah, but again, yeah, but you're, trial by combat, they kill ah, whatever character they want. It just becomes a military. You still don't target. I think the target is the big thing that yeah, I like about saying, putting yeah. the sword. Trial by combat has the the one interaction where it's better is when you have Cersei or Tyrion, which you said you used once, and I think I used once. I used Tyrion once. Agreed. So, so, so you can't use but, that as the basis for, oh, well, I have it because of Tyrion. Because you used it once. I didn't have Trial by Comet because of Tyrion, though. I had Trial by Comet for Cersei, or just to use it. Right, but like I said, but you have two copies of Cersei. So, I agree. It's good with Cersei. But that's the only interaction in the deck where it's good. Whereas Put to the Sword is good with almost every single character you have. Except Cersei. That was my only thought with that. I... Just the more odds you can I can still win with Intrigue and win with Military. Sure. In my version. 
I understand. Well, you, could just, you could just win with military a slight bit more. Then you get to target kill someone, which yes. is, which is so insanely useful. Okay. I, I'm saying trial by combat is better only with the Cersei interaction. I think other than that, put to the sword is better. I mean, I, but, like, yeah, like, that's why we did it's this, right? Right, yeah. but, like, but, you know, but, I like so that we're your talking about there, that, right? I like yeah. your about thoughts that. are there. I, I, I agree, because, you know what, I built a cleansing deck a while ago, and I think I had trial by combat as well. I was like, oh, because they don't expect that, you know? They don't expect on the entry to blow them out type thing. But in the end, I think I switched it to put to the sword. I might have had both, actually, in that deck. But I went back because it was, yes, trial by combat is better with Cersei. Yes. Or if you're actually hitting Tyrion, which neither of us really did that much. No, oh, because agreed. Cersei turns into a double. So put which, to the sword is then going to be the better one of that because it's targeted. So uh, I want to keep talking about this deck a little bit more, but let's conclude this one part real quick. Big Tyrion, impossibly hard to trigger. Um. I don't think he's actually hard to trigger because you have lots of clansmen. You have lots of stuff you're doing. I think it's hard with HRD because HRD you're starting so much slower than you normally would. You have a you have a you have a smaller setup of cards, so you draw less, so you're less likely to see him, right? And then you start with less gold on the board itself, so you're trying to build. This was my this was my experience with it. I was constantly trying to build something, not build a big board. I was constantly trying to. I felt like I was coming from behind. The, I was having to play from behind the entire game. Yeah. Tyrion is a win more card. Yes. He's a push it. Yeah. And at no point was I up to a point where I could abuse him. Right? See, and like, there were multiple times where I would flop two locations. Sure. And no, no guys. Yeah. And that was fine. Right, but you had a two card setup then right and so yeah. you only drew two more cards so what yeah. i'm saying is like you're still in my opinion you're still playing from behind there i think we had just wildly different experiences with the deck well possible right? too yeah it obviously you had up to six wins and i had i think four total in the end yeah and over 10 losses so let's keep talking about the other changes that you made, though, because I think they're pretty interesting. So the first changes I made were the events. Took out nightmares because I like nightmares. I just, I, I, I was never able to actually like use it to much effect. That sure. you know, it's it's a it's a great card. It was more I was looking for just different sets. You gave me a sixty-one card deck. I made it a sixty card deck in the end. That was kind of the first thing I did. <laughs> You told me to give you a couple stipulations about things you to do or don't or whatever, and I said don't do heads on spikes in the deck. I should have also said give me a sixty card deck, but that's it doesn't matter. And the like, I, I understand. Think, I think both of us knew that. Yeah, I'm sure it was just a troll move. Um, it was a little bit. It wasn't. I have. A bit. Uh, it really wasn't. The the second thing I did, I know, but you just like, but you but also you know, know that, hate, right? You also you know, know that I play sixty card decks. He's right? always sixty. Yeah, so you know He's that. So, so you looked at it and you're like, oh, there's sixty one cards. Like but, I'm just gonna give this. Thing. Okay, so but but you, you Okay, but you agreed to play a deck that I was gonna build. And right, but you built it for me. And oh, that's you built the thing. It for me, I built it for you. I I you built I, it for yourself. Meaning that I, I gave it to me. No, no, no. I, I, I could have given you iteration zero, that was built for me, and then given it to you. But I played it and tested it, and it was like, oh, I'm gonna do these changes because I think Alfie would like these changes yeah, also, for it, and gave it, it to you. Matter. We don't need. We to also talked about, about it like 
we you have like the the right to change things. So you yes. knew instantly he's gonna change it to sixty. I actually I didn't. waited. I waited for the first eight eight games. I waited for se- or seven games. I waited for you six losses it? before I you know which I know that yeah. that one card is not the reason I lost those games. Yeah. I lost those games because I'm bad. But so then I look at the locations. Then I was like, you know what? Mountains of the Moon is killing me. Tower of the Hand, I got out in one game. Otherwise, it sat in my hand. Oh, damn. Because I can't afford to play a three-cost location and then do something else. Sure. <clears throat> so what I did was I changed the HRT location. I changed it to Tower of the Hand, and I put in three copies of Mountains of the Moon because it's a one-cost location. You can always That's easy to do. Yeah. Flip that out real quick, you know? Yeah. And I'm starting with Tower of the Hand. Which is allowing me to bounce immediate or um, to bounce people immediately. And sure, you had sure, said, sure. Ben, when you told me there were a couple things you said. You said mulligan for econ, and then uh, you said that your idea with the deck is that it keeps a small board. Yes. So to me, Tower of the Hand is integral in that. It's crucial in that. Sure. That idea. So I was like, okay, I'm still trying to do the same thing you were talking about. Let's keep the board small. I still want to jump stuff around. <clears throat> but I was having trouble. Tower of the Hand was a wasted card in my hand, which means Heron Hall is like kind of weird, right? Heron Hall is great with Tower of the Hand. Yeah. Outside of that, um, it's okay in certain situations, but not great. And so I was like, well, Mountains of the Moon's cheaper. Let me run three copies of that. No, I don't want to see a second copy of it, but that way you I can get it out quicker because yeah. it is. it is crucial in the Klansman build, right? And so really, I wanted to like, stay true to that theme. Right, and that was one of the changes I had thought about. Of like, do I do Mountains of the Moon or Tower of the Hand? And I never tested it the other way. So, like, that's chill because I had thought about that. I didn't know you did HRD with Mountains of the Moon. Well, so, so, and, and the reason I did do Mountains of the Moon ultimately is because the times I had Tower of the Hand out were fine, but, like, I always needed HR, I always needed Mountains of the Moon to get the icon spread. Because I didn't build the deck with an icon spread. Sure. So you need Mountains of the Moon to make sure you have whatever icon you want. But that seems like so much of a loss off initially, right off the bat. But I also never too... struggled with the econ the way he did. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. I also then, just sticking yeah. with locations, I changed Well, it keeps going because he, he, he changed 16 I cards 16 in the deck. 16 cards, I know, I heard. I know, but if you think, like, when you look at the changes I made, I think the deck is still, like, pretty much doing the same thing. I, like, I switched... Put to the sword for Hemi Roar. Like, those yeah. are... You didn't do that. What? Put the sword for... Uh, Trial by Combat. Trial by Sorry, sorry. Trial yeah. by Combat. But essentially, so, we talked about that already. Those are doing the same thing. We talked about that. That's still, a, uh, that's still a killing event, right? You're trying to clear the board. Sure. Right? Staying true to that. Yeah. You um, still get to do claim, but you get a target. I changed the econ because as much as I liked Gold Road, it felt like, um, it felt like an expense every time, right? Because I was struggling with huh. gold... <laughs> The two gold, and I'm only going to get one back, it never felt worth it to me. Oh, you're saying like marshalling, you only get the one back. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. for that first turn. I never marshaled it. Yeah, I think that's what it, I think that's never what he was trying to gold road? No, he's saying know. he played it, but like, he's saying like, the one for marshalling was, eh, it was more of, I get the one afterwards, because I'm jumping everything. I think is what he was I, saying. I understand, but you still yeah. marshaled it. I'm saying... To pay the two gold and yeah. only get one later that turn felt like an expense in a plot deck that has one gold plot and a couple five costers. Which when you pay that two gold, oh, you yeah. only have three gold now. And I I wasn't seeing all the hear me roars. I wasn't seeing 
all the stuff that allows you to like flip guys in constantly. Like I never had that experience. That's interesting because you essentially have to <clears throat> dump two gold to next turn get one, and you'll get one during cool. after you know post yeah, challenge yeah. or post marshaling you get another one. Which I like. With so the, you're I like an the theme of two loss. I like the theme. I like that theme of well, you're investing. the gold road, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. it's an investment. Yes, hundred percent, it's an investment, it's and it was an investment that. I never thought about it. Every that. time I marshaled it, I had to marshal Gold Road. Yeah. It was like You have to make sure you have two extra. I was having to do this investment for the next round knowing I'm losing something this round. Almost always, right? Like it over probably sixty six percent two thirds of the time. I agree with that. Sometimes you had to concede something to make sure your next round was better. Sure, but it's just it's just the But what, what do you give up that comes back like that? Has the return with, with the experiences, like I said, with the experience. I think you guys did have vastly different experiences. Right. It's so with, crazy. With the experiences right? I had of always feeling like I was playing from behind, I can't afford to invest in a future turn. I'm getting blown out this turn if I don't do something. You're not going to lose that turn. I can be put into a situation. Yeah, maybe the where tempo hit is so I, hard. The, the tempo hit is enough where I am put into a situation where I know. I am 85% certainty I'm losing this game. Those aren't good odds. I understand, yeah, you could still win. And yeah, you know what? Maybe I could. And you keep playing, and eventually I lose. Right? At no point, I, I wasn't conceding games on turn two because I was like, oh, man, you cleared my board. Like, I, I never did those. I never did, like... they. You should never be getting a cleared board. That happened constantly to me. That's why I was saying to you, I when, when I... When I he, you came into the game. I had three locations out and zero characters. I was like, this is what my board usually looks like. And right, you're like, that's yeah, what mine too. Yeah, mine too. You just but you just said I should never board. have a cleared board. You should never. Your board should never be getting cleared by them. Yeah, and that happened constantly to me. You should be clearing your own board. That that was not the experience I had whatsoever. That's why I'm saying like we had different experiences with this deck. <laughs> So yeah, I added King's Roads. I added King's Roads. I added, uh, so I kept two Gold Roads, and I made it a third Rose Road instead of two Rose Roads and three Gold Roads. I changed that. Yeah, I think that's one of the worst ideas you did. That's fine. And like, the King's Road, you added King's Roads, right? I I took out... I think King's Roads are ridiculous in that deck. took out Gates of the Moon, and I added in two King's Roads. And I think that's a horrible idea for that deck. That's fine. I think you're wrong, but that's fine. The deck, the deck really went, the deck, deck went before. six plus four. <clears throat> the deck went what, uh, ten and like fourteen. Sure. Overall, and uh, my, my once I made my changes, I did better with it. Right. Than, we talked about this because you understood how to play it at that point. Yes. No. I think I made the deck of what it was doing. I think the deck is doing the same thing. That's why you keep saying I'm playing a different deck. It's because there's sixteen cards different. But if you look at what I'm doing, I keep the same amount of characters. The locations, I have uh, one lo- the same amount of locations besides one, and I, I just made one cha- a couple of small changes. I changed a couple economy in there, but you're doing the same thing. And I changed the events. I took out Nightmares, which, sure, that is a little different, but I, I removed a couple things, and I changed one type of kill for another type of kill. Z-Man, 16 cards. Changes the deck or not? You're getting lost in the number. You're literally getting lost in the number. I mean, I think, I it's think so it wrong. does, but like, I, how he's explained these changes to this deck. That's what I'm saying. I it seems like he's trying to keep your theme. The plot deck's the only thing I truly There's change. multiple. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know about the plot. I, didn't, I wasn't. I was in the back so, of the plot. So, like, deck, so. theme aside, there's a million decks that can be built with the same theme. 16 cards, he's not playing the same deck. 
He's right. Arguably, uh, yes. Your definition of same is is I think yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, and you're right for what you're saying. Right. But I think I can like, easily say I am playing the same deck, and I'm also right. Because we're talking about two no, different no, no. things with you're that. playing. A you're clan- saying, are you playing the same amount of cards? Are you playing the no, same you're, cards? You're playing. No, you're playing. You're, you're now playing a clansman deck that you built. I'm, I'm not though. You I'm changed. absolutely yeah, but I'm you not changed. playing a clansman deck I built. I'm playing the deck you gave me. Because I would not have ever built this deck ever. Right. This is not, and this is not how I would build clansmen. If I wanted to build a clansman deck, I wouldn't have done this, right? So I'm still playing the deck you built, not the deck I built. Because I wouldn't build this. I tweaked a deck you gave me. Yes, I made more changes than you guys made. My deck is doing the exact same thing your deck your deck that you gave me. And you got sixteen cards, you have a significantly different deck. I, which I'm and not, I think and I think you just went even more ridiculous there by saying significantly different. It is absolutely not significantly different. I I think he's right in the fact that he said it is different. It will be different. It'll play differently. Any deck. I mean, I understand that, like, dude, you're, dude, okay, you're okay, okay, to, like, sh- from from the econ sh- alone, sh- it's different. You're trying to follow the theme. You're trying to keep it the same play style. That's I might insane. say you're trying to keep that the same. You're trying to replace. Hey, this is a kill so, event. Let's replace it with another kill right. event. This is a okay, card that combos here. Let's on. try to replace hold it. With on. This is the, okay. Go with ahead. that, okay. Let's say something. If I change those events, am I playing the same deck? Yes. If I change Put to the Sword and Trial by Combat, am I playing the same deck in your mind, Benito? <clears throat> Wait, you don't use you your mind. Yeah, Benz, am I playing the same deck anymore? Those two? Yes. Just those two. I changed those two events. We're am going, I playing we're the going same step deck? by step here. Am I playing the same deck? Uh, maybe. The fact that the fact that there you disagree means we shouldn't even be having this discussion because we disagree on a foundational level on this. So the conversation's over. Because yeah, the yours, fact is a, that, yours is a two kill for a two kill, but the other one gives you a targeted kill. Right. It's still a two for a two. The right. fact the fact that you think if that, you that makes well, the deck the fact that you're considering whether or not that's the same deck means we we're fine, you're right. We're, there's no point for us to have this conversation and we've wasted thirty minutes on this. Woo yeah. I disagree with that, because I think great. it's interesting. I'm sure you do. It's an interesting concept, but it's frustrating hey, he as hell. A, he has a point. Like, for that simple change, where you're still going for the same thing, but arguably going for one that is easier to attain, and you get a target, rather than just two claim. Yeah. Um, you have the surprise factor, where you have, hey, screw you, I do play Trial by Combat. Yeah. You're getting two claim. You still don't get the target, and you still... Don't play to your deck strengths already, which are military. It is he. He has a great point that like these are arguably like the same thing, and to argue over that is, is Wait, a bit. I think you're trying to argue. I think I think I think the only place you have a point is the plot deck. I think that's the only place you have a point. But in the end, yeah, I what I did what, that. when you Z-Man changed first shown of valor. Okay, I would argue that is a massive change to what the deck is doing now. Sure. But you know what? Pretty much still playing the same deck. Okay. Like, you changed the reset to a reset. You shored up where you found weaknesses, right? You found weaknesses. Valor would help me on these games I'm losing. So I'm going to try that in there, right? I went and saw I don't have enough gold. So what did I do, right? I don't care what your experiences were. Right. Right? They mean something, but for me, I never had that experience. 
I don't have enough gold, so I need another plot that gives me gold. Sure. Right? I never was able to pull off trial by combat on a turn where it mattered. Or, whereas you may have been able to pull off... Maybe. I don't know. Right? So I tried to change. Got it off once. Worked. Right? Cool. But, so I, I took out things that I was like, this never worked. This never did anything so, for me. I think the problem here is I'm not arguing that you made bad changes. I'm arguing, you, I'm arguing the deck is changes. still the same. The fact I'm that arguing I, that you the changed that, the deck. Yeah, I changed I changed some cards. I think you keep saying that I, your idea of same, though, is you're not playing the exact same cards. Therefore, it's a different deck. I'm saying I'm playing the same deck as you. No, I'm saying some you changed. Some cards are different. They are different. I'm saying you changed enough cards that it's a different deck. I'm not saying that you made better or worse changes. No one's arguing whether... Oh my god, this is so frustrating. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But I, I, but my, my, my point is 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 that at the at the level that you're doing it, is you're playing a different deck. That's fine. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. No? It's just frustrating while we're conversation. All right. Your deck for me. Um, I made a Martell deck um, based off icon control. Nice. What's the agenda? Agenda was crossing, I think. Crossing, it was yeah. crossing. Yeah, I was like, eh, it's been a little bit. So it actually has not been that long. I looked at it earlier today. Uh, it was crossing. Um, I included not original Viper, but middle Viper, because I guess there's a new Viper. Yeah, still six costs. As but, of today. Uh, still six. This um, one, if you're attacking and... Uh, they have less than two icons. They yeah. cannot... They don't contribute their strength. Right. Exactly. Uh, while attacking. Um, I included him because I can't... I can't make a... Cast Renown, um, Tricon. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's yeah. great. Still great. He doesn't get the, you know, the win by five, get a power for each one you win by five, blah, blah, blah. I can't make a Martell deck without the Viper, and it's the only reason the Viper's in there, because I goddamn love him, and he should be in every fucking deck. <laughs> it's a good reason. It's a good reason. It's, it's literally why, like, I've seen so many decks that don't play the Viper, and I got inspiration from many of them that showed these two, and I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. The Viper needs to be in it. Um, just almost as much as Nymeria needs to be in it. For me, nice. uh, Nymeria, I think, is more of a game-changer. Whereas Viper is an ender. Right. Uh, Namera is an opener and Viper is a closer. Makes sense. That's Um, that's an interesting point of view. But I made it in... I really liked that they had icon control outside of those stupid-ass attachments. Because I hate those attachments. So I tried to make an icon control outside of that. Alfie, this will be interesting for you. Does anybody run those? Run what? The attachments. The attachment... The Martell attachments? Attained... Occasionally see it, but you don't see that in decks that win stuff. You know, you don't. Do people you don't, run the new. You're not going to see it in top cuts. Usually, people are going to run the new one. Beguiled. Beguiled. Yeah. I've the one cost to choose one. It's zero cost, I think. What? No, All right. It's one cost. Okay. All I know is I got a Marshall Dami a few times. Okay. Marshall. Oh days. yeah, yeah. Marshall. Not not flopped. Yeah. No. It. Uh, yeah. All right. It is, I mean, it's. Right, I played eight Martell yeah. decks. They, you're gonna see all sorts of stuff. They, they tend to just be like super efficient, low to the ground, and yeah. So yeah, some of them would have that, well, and it crazy. mattered. Yeah, it hurts. It's crazy that you can just do a one cost, and hey, 
this works for every single character in the game. I'm going to take that one icon that is so important to you. Yeah, as long as they can take attachments. Sure. As long as they can. Yeah. Well, aren't the other ones attachments? The other ones were. Yeah, but... It's I, just... It's literally just... You just said every character in the game. I Sure. Okay, I get what you're saying. I got you. Uh, let's go back to Alfie's deck really, really quick. Why just one copy of Sir Amory and the Tickler? Uh, they help treachery. Uh, I think Sir Amory is... Oh, you're talking about the one I made for him? Yeah. So, Sir Amory... Uh, he's a solid card. I love what? him. He, he's a solid card. Yeah, I think I he's... I love him. I think he's, a, he's, not, he's not a great card. He's no. a good card. Yeah, he is he's a, a good, good card. card. Good for Yes, that is a good use of the word good. 4-4, four, four, Bicon, can get renown. Can get renown. Uh, tickler, same thing, 2-2, two, two, double Icon. Uh, and I don't, I don't want... I'm never trying to... Discard. I'm trying to use tickler and challenges. Okay. I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not trying to use his ability. And Got I it. Wonder, okay. I wonder if. Okay. I was treachery. wondering if I didn't play that right because I normally use him in challenge as well. I was like, that's, I would hope. I hope I don't have to. And if he and dies, I can do that's that. Fine. The idea is not to be discarding the top deck of their card. That it's it's literally like he helps you with treachery. Okay. I did push his more he's a unique like, body for it against nice, Vera. Okay. I tried to and keep him with Amory. He is extremely efficient. Uh, Amory, Amory, just a good Similar card. Thing. Okay, and no use to have a dupe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So There's uh, some room for dupes for him. All right. That, that was it. I, I was just wondering because uh, I I like both of those cards and I liked him a lot. And I was wondering why only one of each, but that's fine. Yeah. Especially if there's no room, I could see why you would cut that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, first thing with this Martel deck I really like is a, it's crossing, and you wanted it to be built kind of around the Viper, meaning it's a, not aggro per se, but definitely offensive. Yeah. It was, um, it was more in than, the sense that other characters can remove. Yeah. And he can take Kind of going to go through. Right. And, and and I loved um, using him on my third challenge. Of course. For crossing. And... Yeah. Well, and I, I, what I like about that is at that point, you have usually gotten rid of enough icons that... Uh, and, and I thought you played this well. And, and I'll say this, uh, Z-Man, is I... I like the deck you built because I think ever since I saw that Viper, I kept thinking, how can I how can I make a deck that uses him to actual good advantage, right? Where it isn't necessarily I'm not trying to get rid of every icon. Right. I'm just trying just to some. I'm just trying to use him and win challenges with him. Uh, you know, we talked about some events you put in there that I wouldn't have thought of putting in, but <laughs> using him in challenges to win Getting that renown and forcing them into a position where, sure, they have bodies on the board, but they don't matter. And yeah. what I think is interesting about that is a card that really works well with that is the new Nymeria. Yeah. The old Nymeria works with the icon control, right? Yep. New Nymeria, though, it's like, oh, you have all these bodies that are useless on the board now. Um, you're probably going to win Dominance, so... We're now gonna you're going to discard, discard a card and I'll draw one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I great. I loved... This is a lot of fun. I mean, I, I've been enjoying Martel recently in general. Um, I love uh, Dorn Spy. Dorn Spy. Uh, yes. So good. Might be three for three. three. Yeah, three for three. Might, I, I remember when I saw that card come in, I was like, this is going to be one of my favorite cards in the game. And in terms of, like, outside of, like, your superpower cards, I love that card so much. I hate that And there were turns here where... You got, had guys standing, but it didn't matter. Because they couldn't block the Viper at the end. 
Cersei basically was standing the entire game. Right, and she, all I had to do was, was yeah, and like again, like like it's pretty rare to have characters with tricons. Right. Yeah. All I had to do was take yeah. away one of your icons of each character. Yeah. There were turns where I took away three icons from three different characters, meaning you couldn't block my last challenge. Meaning I was hitting crossing. Ideally, I was hitting power. Half the time is unopposed and renowned. One, two, three. Four. Actually, I think Viper hit like four a yeah. turn, three Huge. turns in a row. So, well done, dude. Good job. Solid deck. A couple things I would change. First off, I think you have a questionable plot deck. <laughs> Your plot deck right now is March, Heads on Spikes, Trading, Varus' Riddle, Time of Plenty, Fallen from Favor, and Nothing Burns Like the Cold. Woo! Right away, get rid of Nothing Burns Like the Cold. <laughs> okay, so it was in there to kill... Plot. It was in there. I kill get it. Locations. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you can kill. Your, I guess you could theoretically kill your own flea bottom, and it's no fun. So but you don't play uh, it. Then. And and I remember, I remember telling you right away, like, there's no counting coppers in here. Yeah, I know you love counting coppers. And you were like, but Varus's riddle can be treated as a counting copper. No one can. Right. No one can play it right. <laughs> when they're down to one card, you play it because they're probably playing counting coppers. Down um, to zero cards, they're definitely playing counting coppers. So they play it. And we talked about this. Um, I like marched trading and falling from favor. Solid plot deck right there. Yeah, so they this, help you feed into the flea bottom. Right, which flea bottom is super useful in this deck. Um, I I I like heads on spikes, so I don't mind it in there. It's a little weird. I, I like it for the um, for the initiative, but I sure. I think retaliation is probably a little bit better because it gives you the two claim. Okay. For the time of plenty, I would probably rather have. Cunning Coppers. Sure. Uh, for Varus's Riddles can probably stay. I've told you that I'm just a bad Varus's Riddle player. Sure. For nothing birds like the cold, uh, just add in trade routes and get rid of it. You don't need it. Yeah. I mean, you have plenty of locations in there. Actually, a lot of one-offs in there, um, too. So I think that's the biggest thing with the deck is is the plot deck that, that I would have changed. Other than that, um, going through it and trying to keep true to kind of what you were trying to do with this deck um you so right right off the bat you don't have house day nights you don't have uh, bastard daughters it's fine yeah, it's, I, a, it's a higher martel deck it is a it High is class. a higher curve i do think though that you, you don't need the starfall cavalries if you have encounting coppers get rid Fair. of those you don't like Littlefinger. I don't know why you don't like Littlefinger. I, I don't mind him. If he can stay in there. Let's say we... Like I, I, and I even said, let's get rid of the two star, Starfall Cavalries. Keep in Littlefinger. And I Did think... I have two in there? Yeah. I would add in um, another Bastard of God Grace. Or actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that you don't have the Bastard Daughters. I might even get rid of the Starfall Cavalries and add in the two Bastard Daughters. Alfie? Interesting. Just some lobies. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the deck right here. And this is, of course, without including any of the new Martel cards. Right, this was yeah, pre-box. Yeah, pre-box. Pre-box, because I'm sure there might be some fucking oh, super um, efficient card. It would be completely different. It, it, it's, I, so first thing I would have done is I would have taken out Master Caliot. I would just have one instead of two. Okay. There's a card right there I would have removed. Fair. Um, I don't know how you don't have three Aryan Martel in here. I have two, right? You have two, and you have... Uh, so let's look at some other five and four costumes you have. You have two Darkstar. Yeah. You have one Littlefinger. Yeah. You have three Nymeria Sand. You have yep. two Palace Spearmen. Yeah. You have 
one bastard of God's grace. Yep. All cards that can be bounced with her, along with, not to mention, the Dornish Spies or the Southrow Messenger. I would take Southrow Messenger out of the deck. I don't oh, think you need really? it. really? Yeah. Hmm. Did you, were you using that much? Yeah. Were you? Yeah. So I, so, okay, so I will say this. Against Z-Men, I went three for three. Yeah. You never saw that. I never saw it. Yeah. Online, I played eight games, and I think I went either four for four or three for five. God damn it, I'm bad. But, the games I won... You're playing the same decks against each other, and his deck is, is his deck beats yours. That's right. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam. Online, Southland Messenger worked way better. Yeah. But here, here's what I'm wondering. Was it was it game changing? Was it was it was it was it doing something for you? Was it helping you win the game and you you needed it to win the game? No. So you would have been it's probably been okay. with different cards. It's an overkill tactic then. I mean, I'm working really technical. Like, I probably could have still won. It helped me in these situations, you sure. know, to do certain plays. Yeah. But, yeah, I probably had control of the board without it. With But Dornish Spies, absolutely. Sure. I agree. Because it was it was the Dornish Spy. It was the flop Dornish Spy and then the Aryan into the South Ron. Yes, and, and, and that's the thing. Is I, I think I think South Ron Messenger is a great card. I think... Specifically with what your deck is trying to do, you don't need to remove their characters from the board. Sure. I don't think that matters. If you're finding you're struggling against rush decks, that makes a little bit of sense to me. You can <coughs> remove their um, Randall Tarly with three power on him because sure. he came into a challenge. Right. You, you can have that same interaction. But if you're not losing to rush decks, I feel like you probably don't need Southround Messenger. And so right there, I would cut those three things. Okay. I love Aria Hota, but I'd probably go down to two to make room for other cards. I couldn't figure out if I want to do two Aria and three Arian, or three Aria and two Arian. Yeah. I think two Aria, three Arian. You actually do have Bastard Daughters in this deck. You have two. Maybe he just never saw them. Yeah, you sent it to me and I cloned it. So I have the okay, original cool. list. <laughs> You do have two bastard daughters. Those are good. I I like a third, but I think that's I, totally fine. I was wondering why I was like, I think I would have put them in as like sacks, like <clears throat> just use them as little chuds. Yeah, drop in Starfall Calvary. Yeah, Calvary. I agree with. So let's see if I make those changes. <clears throat> drop Ario and Ariane. We're it even. Drop uh, the Calvary. Drop two Calvary and Southrow Messengers. That's minus five cards. Yep. You can add that second bastard of God's grace he wants. I would like to see at least another bastard daughter. Okay. Another so one. The third. Oh, I didn't take out another Kalio, so that's six you cards got, we're taking out. You got out. plus three. You got three left. I think I have four left. Four left. Yeah. I forgot you about Kalio. Yeah, because you had two out. You've gotten two out. Yeah, you got four. Right, because we added that second bastard of God's grace. <laughs> four left. I would think about more. Two drops. So like some house of nights I like. Mm-hmm. Um, that extra bastard daughter. I think we already covered that. Yeah. I mean, if you even if you did three house Danes, you still got one more. Um, I, there's room to work there. Well, and like you don't like Rocasso. 
I actually really I love Ricasso. Really? In this deck, I don't think he's necessarily needed. I don't like him at one. I'll say that. I don't like him as one. Okay, so maybe use that one I think left you have, to make I him think, two. I think you either abuse him or you don't use him. Gotcha. You're saying three or one? Yeah, or three, three or zero. zero? Three or zero. Probably. That's okay. interesting. I like that. Because you can easily up to two from what we've I'm talked about. I'm fine with two. I'm fine with two because what you really want to do is you want to see him on that turn four, flip him out, and go into another change I would make. You have three Dorns game in here. Yeah. I would do two. I think you're just trying to see one because, as we've seen, the deck can yeah. close without it. Yeah. The deck can do well without it. So the deck doesn't necessarily need it. If it doesn't need it, then it is a win more such a closing thing that I think you can pull off easily. I think I think it's a good card that you can pull off. I think you just need it once. Sure. And so, I think that I mean the three are in there for the opportunity yes. to be like, hey, you'll see it more often. I think uh, the first thing I would do is I mean I would I would. If you keeping the same theme, I would take a couple cards from the Sands of Doran box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a couple. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. Um, because I don't, I, I for one don't like three hand judgment. I don't, I don't know what uh, I guess Targaryen. Because I was thinking Drac just Why destroys half the half the characters in the stack. You have three hands. You have three hands judgments. I would do zero. Base. I would do zero. three hands. But because I don't, I don't think you need it. I think you probably don't care. About it because you have enough interactions that all that stuff doesn't really matter. So that's another weird one. Um, against you, did it matter online all the time? But uh, all the time in what way? Do you have some examples? I did play almost solely Barra and Martell online. So with Barra, you're stopping seeing flames. Yeah. And what what was the other Barra and what Martell? Martell. So you guys Viper Eyes yeah. or all that stuff. Sure, and it is good against those things, but his Viper Eyes, I mean. The Seed and Flames is huge against Barra. Uh, I stop the fucking bullshit. Like, their repeater. Neil, the three-coster that doesn't, like, untap. Oh, like, Saving the Kingdom? Yeah, Saving the Kingdom. Sure. That stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I think in general, but here's the thing, right, is, sure, you, you use Hand's Judgment, but how often do you actually need that to I will say, further the win condition? My favorite time of using Hand's Judgment is against a Treachery. Sure, but I was actually thinking about this the other day, too. Of like, Treachery isn't very good against Martell. Because you know what? You have three Treacheries in your whole deck. They probably have three things to be doing in their hand. Yeah. You can, like, you can stop it. Like, Treachery does not matter against Martell. They can do anything they want. Because they have unending. You have to have so many answers now to right. be able to interact with what everything they're trying to do. Right, you can't control like it's. I think it would be very, very difficult to control Martel sure. right now. Sure. So I know we want to talk about this on another podcast, but real quick, why does Martel beat Lanny? And you said this from the start. So it's from the you, start. From is the that Martel just beats Lanny? <laughs> when, the, it, when from the yes. first time that I beat Z-Man, you were like, "Oh, Martel beats Lanny." Yeah, they, they and we were of, gonna talk about matchups, but we're gonna talk about some later one. But why is Martel beat? Can I have from the start because, um, uh, guessing Gray was so crucial. Lannister does well because they, uh, especially early on, starting with early on, Lannister did well because you get out your big characters and then they just stay on the board. Yeah, and so you can then afford to do whatever you want. When you have Tywin out, 
<laughs> you're getting two gold. Gasly Ray, since Tywin back to your hand, you're probably not playing him again. Yeah. You know? It's going hard. As yeah. soon as they got his Viper Eyes, it's like, oh, I gassed in something back. Now I'm going to his Viper Eyes you, and now I'm going to take him. whatever I want. Yeah. Right. Right? So it's things like that. They, uh, what else do they have? Uh, Ariane. Ariane is so good because she is able to block, um, like, flipping stuff with when they just had Arya Hota. So powerful, right? Against, like, uh, 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 Cersei that's like you know trying to attack you for intrigue sure. right back before she didn't kneel yeah and you bring him in and now that double claim you were hoping for is gone now it's gone <laughs> so in general Martell just beat Lannister that's just the way it was now I, I mean I don't think anything changed that Martell's just gotten better because I think right now specifically uh and this we kind of talked about earlier with the locations right the economy locations Gold is so plentiful now, and Z-Man, you made a comment of, like, you don't really see much winter plots. I think specifically, you don't see winter decks at all, no. because gold is so prevalent, you can't really choke anybody anymore. It no. used to be something, right, if playing a Night's Watch Lion, <clears throat> first turn, you hit him with whatever, and you go first, you play a meager contribution when they get their, or, cool. I mean, you can even go second, probably. Uh, when they get their gold, then you treachery that king's rope that they needed mm-hmm. to bring character into play. Now they can't play anything. Now they now they, they have to play these small things. You come out on the board and you hit them hard. <laughs> this is yeah. so that was that was like a viable strategy early on in the game. Or yeah. um, winner itself for a while, choke was a viable strategy. Yes, with Lane Winter or Night's Watch Winter or Greyjoy Winter even. Right, you saw choke. Choke can't exist now because Trigons. oh you stopped uh, my one Rose Road. Well, I'm gonna get two golds from this location I just dropped. Um, talk to me <laughs> about Lanny Winter. You're right. I don't see many Lanny Winter at all anymore. They just the 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 game has changed to where having uh, Tywin is no longer a card that when he hits the table like the game has changed. Right, and, and like, I, I would even come to the fact that, like, when he used to hit the table, I would be scared. Now it's like, okay, you either, one, you can decide on which challenge you want to win. Right. Or two, I'm going to take care of him, because I can. Right, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not hard to remove characters from the board anymore. No. That now, used to be a so real So now it's like, issue. you're too gold, you had a million ways to get gold, so I don't care about that. Right. Because I don't need to anymore. Because the fact that you can play whatever you want is beyond my help. Right. So, cool. Good for you. I need to worry about him getting renown or doing something else. And that's it. So, it's, yeah, you get to win what challenge you want with him, probably. Yeah. Or I'm going to remove him from the board. And I think that's kind of, that's, that's just super interesting. Because uh, Lady Winter was a really good deck for a while. Yeah. Solid really deck. Solid deck. Fun to play. Yeah. Um... Do you think that the winter as an agenda is dead? Do you think it has a place going forward? No, I think I think the only place it has is when the meta's fallen into um I don't even know what winter would be good against right now. I think it could take it's other winter. I think it could take a large like uh, <laughs> you know, national level or whatever like that that premier level tournament down. 
because people aren't expecting anything like it. And because it works for that type of thing. But even then, <clears throat> choke is very hard to... And the, they're not really pushing choke forward at all, right? Right. We're yeah. not seeing cards that work with that. So it's not like it's going to get better. So you have to figure out a way to make... Like maybe a Martell Winter, right? Where you're removing their icons. It makes it makes removing all their icons easier, right? Because they, they play less things to the board. Right. But Martell doesn't have other... Uh, uh, anything that interacts with winter or anything that interacts with choke. Sure. Right? So it's like, you also have so many different, like, big gold plots now that, yeah. oh, you get one less on your trading? Oh, um, I still get nine. Yeah. yeah. Late Summer Fees. Oh my god, your trade routes only hits for 13? That sucks for you. Yeah. Well, no, trade routes doesn't get affected by it at all, because it's a summer plot. Yeah. So I think, I think winter is, is a whole... Pretty much dead. I think occasionally it will take something by surprise. So, but that's so, its best thing now. So let me ask it's you this like, then. Does surprise. is summer now viable? Not summer was never like pushed down because of winter. But summer out of the gate was seen as lesser than winter. Yes, because summer what summer does is it it gives you more of what you already have. And this is where I think you're still the most interesting voice on the podcast. Why? Because of this. I'm the worst player, though, so... Well, that's fine. It seems wrong, but okay. Yeah, I agree. But why doesn't Summer become more interesting now? Because summer wasn't, summer wasn't held back by winter. So the fact that winter's not very good doesn't make Summer better. Summer wasn't bad because of winter. But so, uh, has summer ever been good? I think there are summer good, decks good, that good, been good, good, good in your definition where they're winning tournaments. Summer decks have won. Summer decks have won while it's stuck. And by the with the winning tournaments, I mean like making in the cuts, right? Top, yeah, 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 yeah. And like legitimate not tournaments, just like... winning, not just a winning deck, right? Because if you have a winning deck that's the Tark Fealty, but you have three Greyjoy rings in the top eight. Greyjoy Reigns matters too, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't want to get too hung up on just who won. I know I say that a lot, but specifically with Summer, Summer decks have won, but Summer as a whole, the idea of it is get more gold for your uh, Summer plots, which already have a lot of gold, and don't really interact with the board much. They don't do much with the board, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and you get a higher reserve. I think the higher reserve, that's where it was used. Yeah, that's, and that's where it'll continue to be used, is because you're able to get that. But in general, summer as a as a strategy is just get more gold, and you have a lot of gold. And uh, it, summer as a strategy is almost like the bitter bridge. It's I'm just trying to put out big characters. Like actually, you're just getting more gold, and you're not interacting with the opponent at all. Okay. You're like, all right, either my you characters are all spin. plus one. You don't get claim on this type of thing this turn. You know. I get I get big gold. You we know, all get an extra card. Everybody gets an extra card, and most people play two time of plenty because they're insane. But you know, it's wait, like, really, dude, double time I of plenty. Two time is, plenty in if my somebody, if I see do you a really? deck, if I, I see if I, I see a deck that has now, two time of plenty, I automatically think like you're absolutely a noob. <laughs> you're you're probably not. You're probably not a noob. You're probably somebody who plays the game. But I think yeah. like that is the most basic thing of like your deck isn't doing anything. Yeah. 
You're just money Your draw, deck doesn't have money a point. draw, money draw. Good stuff deck. And I think a good stuff deck is like the worst kind of deck. Sure. I think I think you will because because you'll win games because you have good stuff in your in in your deck, right? Because you have three Jamie and three Tywin and three Jamie. And so you will think now your deck is good because it occasionally because it wins half your games or whatever, right? What's the word you said? Uh noob. No no no, not noob. It was a uh oh fuck, what's the word? You always throw it back in my face. Skill check? No, not skill check. A when I've won once against someone. Confirmation bias. No, not confirmation bias. It was like just a, like a random game. Oh, it, like an arbitrary win or like a. Uh, you're saying oh the, the, you, when you're like oh well I I I beat you I I, I beat like, I, I beat you and, and I was able to flip this stupid card against you. I think that's, I'm talking about confirmation bias. Heads no, 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 bias. No. Oh, it's, right? a it's like word. oh I hit their tie win and they had it's a like two RNG. No, oh my god, it's gonna kill me some. Uh, it's gonna kill me until that I... arbitrary. Is it no. an A word? Oh. oh my god, you know what I'm thinking of? I know it, what you're thinking of. Because and it, 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 it's like it's like a, a just a random instance of this happening randomly because I did it once. Therefore, I believe it's true. That's confirmation bias. But it wasn't that word. It was it was something else. It was like a, either way, confirmation bias. Fair enough. If it's that, that's the thing that that's what I'm thinking of. Because that's what I used against you. It's like, oh, well, you know, in two games online, I was able to flip this card and it won me the game. And you said, oh, exactly what I'm thinking of. A, uh, and, you know, an arbitrary use of this card once. Right. Um, but I love that because the, the, the point of the discussion and me wanting to bring it up is because I absolutely jumped to that conclusion really quickly. Right. Before. Before I jump back and realize, oh, I got lucky. Because I'll jump to that first every time. Sure. Where I use Dissension to get rid of your guy. But I just got lucky and didn't realize that. Sure. You know? And that's where my philosophy falters of I want to try certain cards to see if they work. Right in because they work once, and then I keep wanting to try them. Right, you look for that one in ten. Oh, if it works one in ten, there's something there. Yeah, and really, the, there probably isn't. Right, it, right. I'll, I'll say this: you can build decks around an interaction. I agree with that whole whole. Right, is, and, but 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 this is this is different. I can build a deck around Viper, any of the Vipers actually. But I mean specifically. But like, uh, I'm not going to build a deck around Dissension. Think about think about. No, 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 and I, I don't think you would because that's completely dependent on what your opponent's doing. But think about um, Bratz's Stark Reigns. Okay, the deck is built around this interaction of um, Greywind, yeah, Rob, yeah, uh, Bran, yeah, and like the North Rim members. Other than that, everything else the deck like the deck is really built around like the North Rim members and the Greywind and Bran interaction. Right, and then Beaton will stand everything all the time. Right, so which uses Rob and he uses Cap to make sure he can like push through his stuff. But what he's doing, like the deck is built around just like a small interaction. It's like, hey, I want to see if this like idea of being able to like repeatedly use Greywind works. Yeah, right. Which is something like you would you would think of, or like I I think of sometimes, and I try to build the deck around, and it's like. Man, like it just seems like it's not that good, uh. right? Uh, building a deck around Dorn's game. This is exactly what Z-Man did. Yeah, 
that you have three copies of it in the deck. Like yeah. that's not that's not oh it's cool if you see it. No, it's like you know, you see it. Sure the deck is built around Viper kind of, but I feel like the deck is built more around him. Yeah, all around that's him. the indie. Right. That's the closer. I feel like the deck is built more around Viper than Doran's game. Because he doesn't have multiple Rikasso and Doran Martel? Yes. Well, I guess you don't need Doran's more. Martel no, because play. he doesn't have multiple Rikasa. Alright, that's fair, but I think we said you either do the three or zero, and he would have to make a decision. Right? So if he does zero, then yeah, it's not built around. It's, right. you know, it's clearly built around. <clears throat> either way, so I, point. I think there's nothing wrong with building a deck around certain interactions, but I think what's, what what's get, gets bad is thinking that a certain interaction is good because it worked once. That doesn't mean anything. Like, that's why I was saying, like, you have hands judgment. And yeah, you, you, or, or South Round Messenger is maybe a better example. Okay. Yo, yeah, I was able to do it. I was able to, like, get their Jamie back to their hand. Or I was able to get their Kyle Drogo back to their hand. But how much did you win by? Did you win 15 to 3? Because you probably didn't mean to then, right? Yeah. And so that that's the thing where you that's have to think about what is the, de- what is, what is, how did this game play out? And the cards you used, what were they actually doing? Not, and, and look at, Look at, like, break it down to fundamental level. Not, oh, what did this do? Well, the Southrow Messenger got rid of Khal Drogo, which is great. That is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But realistically... If you lift in there... Break it down even further, game? you got rid of one of their big characters. Okay. Um, did he have power on him? If not, well, you didn't remove any power from there. How much right? could he have gained? Exactly. So it's like, you have to think about it in that context. Man. And usually we don't do that, you know? You think of the, oh, well, he actually really helped because I was worried about that call Drogo. Even though you had a bastard daughter and, like, you know, a double-duped Viper that you could get rid of a copy of, right? You don't have to worry about military claim. But you got rid of him because he's a scary-looking character, right? He's got a double mill. Maybe that double mill matters. Right, so that's the stuff where um, I, I think the interactions that happen, you have to actually think about what they're truly doing for your deck and your win condition. Because... That's why win more cards aren't considered good cards. Because all they're doing is they're helping you push, like, your... Something you already would have won. They put you from 13 to 15 power. You're probably already winning that game if they're at 7, you know? And they do nothing for you when they're at 7 and you're at 2. Right. So it's like, that's the idea is that... Right. uh, A win more card is, is doing just that. It's helping you win more but it's not doing anything for you like truly it's not doing anything for you that you you didn't need it right if you're gonna win a game it bothers me to know and it actually happened today and i was like all right and so i just like conceded this guy beat me all he had to do all he had to do was do a power challenge because i had zero power icons he removed them all and he was at 13 power he does a power challenge, and I had no cards in hand. So I didn't have, like, any shenanigans. Yeah. Sure. does a power challenge. He wins the game. Instead, he did a military. Then he did an intrigue. <laughs> and then he did. And, then, and I'm like, and I could block the other ones. It's like, dude, like, you you're asshole. literally just being a douche right now. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to do any of that. Which, like, I, 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 that's kind of a bad example of the idea of you don't need to do that to win. Right? Because that's someone just kind of being, like, a little dick around. You know, it's yeah. like, or, or they'll do things like they win, and yet they still trigger, like, all this stuff. 
You know, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. oh, you're going to win sometimes. once you get the renown or once you get the unopposed, but you're going to trigger that we do not sell on my yeah. location, you know? Done that right, things like that, where it's just like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, it's like, hey, this is what I had. You were screwed, I'm, right? But that's the thing, right? That's that's you wanting to teabag on somebody. Yeah. I'm just yeah, a yeah, douchebag like, thing to do. I, 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 I love fucking with people. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I do it. Yeah, you do it to me all the time. I do it here. Do it yeah, like, yeah. But what I'm saying is like that's still right. The, the idea of you want and and Z-Man just put it best. And this is one of the problems I have, and it's one of the arguments I have with. Something you would talk about a lot when we would be testing for war. And you would say, like, oh, man, this guy conceded all this stuff. And I'm like, you're like, after I, like, cleared his board with, like, Ramsey and the March and the Ramsey. And it's like, you won. Yeah. You don't need to do a victory dance on them for another 15 minutes while they watch your deck beat them up. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't need to, like, gloat about things. And I get that, no, you're maybe not going in the chat saying, like, oh, you suck. My deck's so much better than you. But you're like... I want you to be punished. I want you. Yeah. I want you to sit here while I continue to beat you. It's the action speaks louder than words. Like you're showing them, like, hey, this is how hard I could have beaten you. I only had to beat you this hard. Right. And you don't need to do that. You don't. You know. But and and this is totally beside the point. We got off on a weird tangent, but like the idea that what does your deck need to win? If you don't, if you can win without that thing. If you and you can win consistently without that thing, what is that thing doing for you? Sure. Right. If your deck doesn't need superior claim, right? Yeah. Then, uh, you know, don't put it in your deck. Put other cards that can help shore up weaknesses. And I think this is something that lately I've really been trying to focus on. And I feel like no one else does this, but I look at the weaknesses on my deck and I try to shore them up. Sure. I'm not just looking at. Okay, I'm building it. And this is something we'll probably get into on the next one when we talk about rush decks. I think rush decks, I think too often to build a good rush deck, I think people think, okay, it needs to win turn two or three. That's the ideal. But you know what you should do? You should probably have a reset in your rush deck. Agreed. Because what happens when you don't close on turn three? Disagree. I think you lose. When you don't close on turn three, you lose, and that's a game you lost. And why do you lose? Because you did not have it. Because, because you, you have weaknesses all, in your no, deck, because you and you know you have weaknesses. I think Rush is one of the few that like you need to full commit. If you don't win two, three, maybe four, but really two, three. If you don't win, you didn't make a good Rush deck, and you made a mid deck, and you made it poorly. That's and that's how it is. That's great. I, I see. I think this is an amazing discussion. Hope you enjoy this episode of Drop the Dice. We'll see you next week. Going to.